Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Ahí estaba, en el centro. Hoyo de gloria. Have you scanned your MVP card? Breakfast was three eggs, scrambled light with grits and extra crispy bacon. Clip, what's up? It's Bryce. I know, Clip, but people are looking for you to sprinkle your magic fairy dust on this whole thing and make it all better. Let's get to that conversation now. Here is uh, that. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And we'd love for you to be a part of the show today on YouTube. Facebook still acting funny, but we are all set to go on YouTube. Join the chat gang. Give us a like, subscribe, and uh, throw out your questions, comments, concerns. On this Tuesday, we've got guests to get to on today's show, including Coach Mac. Mac McCarthy will join us to kick off today's edition of pirate radio live he is on hold and we will get to him in just a couple of seconds we've got the mully man coming up in hour number two the green bay packers are all of a sudden a factor in the nfl and in the nfc playoff race we'll talk about that east carolina college athletics as a whole and more with mully in hour number two hour three bryce williams joins us we'll get his thoughts on the new offensive coordinator hire at east carolina Uh, We'll let him hear what John David Baker had to say yesterday. He's a tight ends coach coming in. Does that excite Bryce that maybe we'll see some more tight end involvement? Should be a much faster pace, aggressive, high-flying offense than we saw in years past. Now the Pirates have to bring in the players. Speaking of that, we'll get a transfer portal update and see if any new names have dropped into the portal. And pretty soon uh, we hope to see some names coming out of that portal to east carolina so we've got all that coming up and we're gonna make it a two for tuesday no this is not a rock station playing back-to-back hits by led zeppelin this is pirate radio live and we're gonna be opening up the treasure chest twice on this tuesday so we'll do one in hour number one and one in hour number three so get your dialing finger ready you can join steve hill who won yesterday a buck gift basket uh with a gift card from the buck bt's king max and a nfl jersey and uh steve will be a very happy owner of that very soon uh shirley rhodes is here and do not fear chan is here as well hey chandler hello clipper missed you yesterday i missed y'all yesterday but you did see a pirate victory in Minji's. I did. A couple I of pirate did. victories as uh, the men and women win. Yeah, looked a little sketchy in the first half for the Pirates, but uh, just like in the UNCW game, the second half was where the Pirates played their best basketball. They got a big one on uh, Saturday, and we'll talk more about that in a moment. Let's welcome into the show Coach Mac, Mac McCarthy, who joins us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Coach, how you doing today? I am good, guys and gals. I appreciate you having me on. Where are you, and uh, what game are you calling here soon? I am in Charlottesville, Virginia, for the North Carolina Central Eagles 
versus the Virginia Cavaliers, a little men's basketball tonight, and a couple of women's games in Blacksburg toward the end of the week. So uh, ran up here and doing this game, and uh, it, it'll be interesting. Uh, you know, the, so many teams in college basketball right now, and you know, unless it's affecting a team in your area, you don't necessarily know or having um, all kind of illnesses. You know, and um, you know, at first there was some speculation about it being COVID, and I think some have been, but. Uh, a lot of teams are, are missing players in uh, uh, North Carolina Central. Unfortunately, they're missing uh, three starters and a, and a young man who would have been the sixth man, too. They're missing four of their top six players. And, mm. uh, uh, this was already going to be a difficult uh, hill to climb, and uh, that makes it even a little more difficult to play uh, the number 23 team in the country, Virginia. We'll get to some Mike Schwartz audio later on in the show, but he was asked uh, where was Jaden Walker yesterday and uh, exactly what you're talking about there. Coach Mack, he was dealing with an illness, and he, he wanted to give it a go, but Coach Schwartz thought it was best. He was um, not playing and away from the team uh, during the game yesterday. So hopefully we'll get Jaden back this Saturday. But, uh, yeah, the, the Maryland Eastern Shore team we just played yesterday missed a game. Uh, game was uh, postponed. Uh, Hampton, I, I heard COVID, and uh, but yes, yeah, so, uh, seeing the the sickness go around everywhere, so it's affecting college basketball just like it affects everyone. All right, uh, Coach Mag, want to start with college football today, and uh, have have you read up on the the proposal that is out today? Um, NCAA President Charlie Baker proposed rule changes that would allow division one schools for the first time to pay their athletes in ways that are not tied to educational resources um if division one schools choose to adopt the rules they would be allowed to enter into name image and likeness deals directly with their athletes the new rules will create a new subdivision of d1 schools that would be allowed to create its own set of rules for recruiting transfers roster size and a wide range of other policies uh, to be a part of that subdivision, schools would have to put millions of dollars each year into a trust fund for athletes. So, for years we've been talking about the split. Is this the uh, the big split, Coach? If this goes forward, uh, you know, and, and of course there are, there are a ton of questions to be answered yet. But if if this philosophy uh, goes forward in any way, shape, or form, this is probably the split, and. Uh, and you know who knows where that split will come. Uh, there, you know, and, and will there be levels of of participation? Uh, I again, I have way more questions than I have answers, but uh, it sure sounds ominous. Yeah, and when you see how often do proposals like this come up, and what is the the ratio that they go through? If we're reading about this now, does it feel like it's closer to happening than not happening? No, no, not at all. Okay, uh, you know there, there will be a million iterations of this, and and you might not even recognize it on the back end. And there are so many uh, unintended consequences, or uh, you know uh, things that folks haven't thought about. Uh, you've got antitrust, you got tax exempt, you got employee uh, employer relationships, you've got union situations. There, there are so many things to take into consideration. Uh, we, we may be talking about this uh, a decade from now when we have our 10-year anniversary. <laughs> um, okay, Coach Mack, just let's go hypothetical here. If this were to happen the way it is laid out right now, how many 
schools would be in this upper tier in your opinion what kind of number are we talking about could you could you give me a guess on that I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I have heard, uh, you know, as, as few as 40, and I've heard as many as 80, and hmm. probably the truth is somewhere in between. Yeah. Would I, I mean, this Everybody, would... And all, all 130 that are Division One right now, I assure you, they all think they're going to be in that group. <laughs> right. I, I mean, it, it's going to separate the, the biggest of boys between the what we think are big boys now. I mean, it would be tough for East Carolina to keep up, obviously, with that. But how about a school like Virginia Tech? Like, would they be, you think, uh, did they have enough going where they could stay in the top tier if there is a breakaway? I mean, you would think, but uh, but again, you know, they, they could they could be in the gray area. They're they're certainly not in the absolutely in. I would right. think. Uh, I would hope, but I wouldn't think necessarily. You know, and, and Sankey. I don't know if anybody paid much attention to this, but but he kind of during this conversation before the college football playoff committee made their decision, which I, I know we'll we'll broach that subject. But he kind of made a threat of uh, and. And when he mentioned he mentioned the Big Ten and the SEC, he didn't mention anybody else. Uh, you know, maybe uh, we need to look at you know, insinuating SEC and Big Ten. Maybe we need to look at how this process works if we're left out of this thing. Yeah. Um, what and and kind of getting to the fallout from what happened on Sunday and. We'll talk about who's in, who's out, but do you think is will there be a domino effect just from what we saw on uh, on Sunday with Florida State being left out? Do you see more realignment coming up, popping up because of uh, the announcement, the top the, the top four that was announced? I don't know that that really changed the the realignment thinking much. I mean, there are, there are schools that want to be in the SEC and the Big Ten, but uh, in order for them to get in there, they there has to be a uh, an avenue, an opening, an invitation. Yeah. Uh, so, and you know, if they were going to do that, uh, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. You think they would have already done it? Um, and on the other hand, uh, I, you know, the fact that there, a lot of folks are going to think, well, we're going to a twelve-team playoff. That solves all these problems, which it really doesn't. It just creates new ones. Mag McCarthy joining us, uh, Pirate Radio Live Line, solving all the uh, problems in the. <laughs> college athletics which uh man do you mag when you look at it today uh, you were right there in the middle of it for all those years as a division one basketball coach do you <laughs> there, there's got to be some things you still recognize and say yep that reminds me of of when i coached but how many things do you see today in college athletics and sports and your travels that you say this is nothing like what i went through good or bad uh during your time like the the changes over time how many have there been Oh gosh, um, infinite really. Yeah. Uh, you know the and of course the 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 tough thing was they kind of instituted two of them together with NIL and the transfer portal. Yeah. Uh, and they were they were probably both inevitable, but they probably could have done a better job with both of them had they done them one at a time. Uh, they they were so major and. You know, I was speaking with uh, Lavelle Moten, the the men's coach at North Carolina Central. He was a legendary player there, and has done a really good job coaching there. And um, you know, the, and he doesn't recognize any of this. Yeah. You you went to you went to a school because you were loyal to that school. Um, you know, you went to that school and you 
and you you made a commitment and you and you stayed with it and he was talking about you know there won't be any kids crying at graduation going forward uh, that that's the uh, unless their NIL got cut off uh, you know that that isn't going to happen and you know the same thing and you say well it's the same with coaches yeah in a way it is but but it's still it's the NIL and the transfer portal have made this an entirely different uh, organization. Mac McCarthy joining us. Uh, Mac, uh, I think you, you sat here and, and talked about that you can't leave uh, undefeated Florida State out. Well, guess what? It happened. What were your thoughts on yep. Sunday when you saw it? Well, I mean, and, and not that I was necessarily right, but but uh, but I, I do think the committee got it wrong, and, I, and I'll tell you a couple reasons why. Um, you know, I think the power of the SEC and the power of television – had more to do with this than uh, any evaluation. Um, I thought the AD at Florida State said one really, uh, uh, you know, really profound thing when he said the committee based their choices on uh, projection and, um, you know, prediction rather than what actually happened performance-wise. And, and that's exactly what happened. How many of us sat here and said Oregon's a better team than Washington? Yeah. All of them. I was on, yeah. If you took Washington in the points, you, you still said that, that Oregon was a better football team. These these things, how many people would have picked Texas over Alabama early in the year? And I know a couple people did, and we were probably some of them. But, but again, you can go on and on and on. Um, you know, Alabama beats Georgia, and Georgia all of a sudden is not the number one team in the country anymore. Oh, that's kind of my argument, Coach, that if we're going to take the best four that we think are the best four, no matter what the records say, uh, why is Georgia not in? Where They should be in over somebody. They should be in over Washington. They should be in over Alabama. That just beat them. If we're going to play that route, I think Georgia's better. But they lost to Alabama the other day. But see, one thing, one thing is is a, is a false narrative going on here that that you're comparing Alabama versus Florida State. In order for that to happen, they both have to have the same record. Florida State had a better record than Alabama. Alabama lost a game. Florida State did not lose a game. You, you you don't start comparing teams until until they they have something to be compared to. You compare Texas and Alabama. You compare Alabama and Georgia. You compare whoever else. One loss. Ohio State and Alabama. You compare them. You compare Michigan and you compare Florida State and you compare Washington. They have the same record. And let me you know the big bad SEC. And I, I worked there. I loved the SEC. I had a ball for seven years in the SEC with Coach Dye at, at Auburn and had some great teams and great players. But but listen, tell me, you, you all follow this sport daily, all of you, tell me the very highest-ranked non-conference win for the SEC this year. Um, I don't know. Off the top of my head, I'd go uh, Ole Miss over Tulane. No, Kentucky over Louisville. Okay, yeah. That's the, high, that's the highest ranked win for an SEC team. Now, does that does that you know does that sound like a, a powerhouse league? So they either didn't challenge themselves, which a lot of them didn't see Georgia, see Michigan, uh, even see Washington. But but they didn't either challenge themselves, or if they did challenge themselves, they got beat. See Alabama versus Texas, um, and that doesn't. So now we're race, we're basing all of the SEC power 
on on conference play, them beating each other. That's a pretty good argument for Florida State too, Coach, because they beat LSU and Florida. That's right. Yeah. By, by double digits, both of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, if we just had it – With a backup quarterback. If we just had it your way and went back to the old BCS, we wouldn't have these issues. We could just play <laughs> Washington and Michigan and go on with our lives. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's uh, I think that one has flown the coop. But yeah, there, that there there is some validity to that. Mag McCarthy joining us. Uh, I I mean, I was basically there was a lot of people upset Sunday. I was just kind of laughing at the the destruction uh the the chaos and everything even when it comes to smu and liberty and yeah i know uh, east carolina would have received money if uh, smu would have gone to the, the a big time bowl game like tulane did last year but i uh don't feel sorry at all for smu and you want to talk about schedules liberty had what the worst schedule in college football and the worst yeah the worst and and yet when they announced that they they chose them over SMU, it was because they played every game and won every game. That sounds an awful lot like <laughs> Yep, sounds the same. So different uh, goalposts, I guess, for different teams there. Uh, well, how do you like the uh, the matchups, Coach? Uh, and and who do you think comes out of this college football playoff? <laughs> you know, I'll be excited to watch the games, but uh, but there'll be a part of me that. Uh, that just you know puts it on the back burner a little bit because of uh, of how it how it turned out and and where they're at and all that kind of stuff and and again if you don't think uh, if you don't think television has something to do with all this then you're not paying attention but uh, um, uh, you know who's available who's hurt uh, all those kind of things and and all these teams have players that were hurt. Uh, that that maybe they didn't get taken into consideration because they weren't a quarterback or a higher profile player, but um, but yeah, I don't know. Alabama's playing really good right now. Uh, I hate Michigan and I hate Alabama got in instead of Florida State, so I really uh, really dislike that game, even though it ought to be a great game. And Texas is probably playing better than anybody right now. And then there's Washington that we just keep picking against all the time, or at least I do. And uh, it has not worked out for me. Good credit to them uh, and what they've been able to do all year in a really tough Pac-12. Very, I mean, just what a what a year it, it, it's going to end up being, too, with the, the end of the Pac-12 when they had one of their best years ever. And then hoisting the trophy at the end of it is going to be old khaki pants, who was suspended – the first four games and the last what three games of his regular season three or four uh barely coached yeah half a season and is going to end up uh the national champion and and hopefully everybody's real real proud of that he'll sail off and uh he'll be at uh he'll, he'll go with uh, chandler down to uh charlotte there you go and chandler will accept him with open arms chandler's wearing his khaki pants today maybe as a uh foreshadowing of, of Harbaugh. Something. I think he knows something. <laughs> um, while we're talking postseason football and bowls, Shirley, can we hit a uh, 40 bowls in 14 days with Coach Mack? You can play whatever. Dealer's choice. Just pick uh, pick an intro. Coach Mack, sit with me here for a minute. Okay. 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days, 14 days. 
40 bowls in 14 days, oh my goodness. 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days, 14 days. 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days. Picking all the bowl games here on Pirate Radio Live. Yesterday, Jason Nichols selected Western Kentucky to beat Old Dominion in the Bahamas Bowl, which is being played in Charlotte. Classic college athletics right there. Mac, you get the Frisco Bowl, and this is a very... uh, uh, People will recognize these teams if you're an East Carolina fan. Very recognizable. Marshall and UTSA, a couple of opponents for the pirates this season playing in frisco texas tuesday december 19th 9 p.m on espn coach mag do you like the thundering herd or the roadrunners in this matchup you know before you pick any of these games you kind of got to know who in the world is playing for who i disagree Um, who's opting out who's hurt uh who is transferring uh, you got, Alabama's got a backup quarterback transferring to play lacrosse back at his original school. I mean, this whole thing is crazy, but if the UTSA quarterback is playing, I'll take him. If Frank Harris is playing, Mac will take UTSA. If he's not, you want to switch your pick, Mac? I'm willing to do that for you. Yes. All right, fair enough. Uh, speaking of picks... <laughs> Coach Mack wraps up the top 10, top 25 pick them with a one-in-one week and a victory. Uh, you had Washington losing, as did I. They won again. Uh, I had Iowa losing to Michigan as a gimme. I got that one. You had a parlay. Iowa and Oklahoma State going to lose, and you got that right, Coach. Well done. To finish 17-11, and 11, I finished 14-13. and 13. Chandler goes 2-0 and 0 to wrap it up, so Maybe getting a little hot. Now, Coach Mack, 40 bowls in 14 days is not going on our official bowl pick em list because me you, and Chandler are going to pick every bowl game when we can get you back here in studio. So okay. we'll do that at a later date. But Chandler, two in a row to finish 14 and 14, finish at 500. You had Florida State being Louisville. And you had Oklahoma State losing to Texas. Well done, sir. Thank you, sir. And it's not about how you start. It's about how you finish. Mm-hmm. And in this case, I ended on a great note. You feel like you got some momentum heading into bowl season? Absolutely. I can, yeah. I can see it on your I, face. That feels great, man. It feels great to be 2-0. <laughs> there you go. All right. Good ah. deal. Uh, let's see. What else you want to hit with Coach Mack? Coach Mack, are you going to be with me and Chandler next Thursday night in uh, – in these Pirate Radio studios watching ECU in Florida? Tuesday and Thursday, as far as I know. Yes, sir. All right. Let's go. We got Mac locked in for a watch party coming up next Thursday, East Carolina and Florida. The Pirates will take on uh, South Carolina coming up Saturday in Mengees. And, Coach, you sent me a text the other day 
and talked about the North Carolina, the state of North Carolina and their success against the SEC this year, which is a really good conference. Uh, but UNC Greensboro and North Carolina have defeated Arkansas. North Carolina beat Tennessee. UNCW got that win against Kentucky on Saturday. And Appalachian State beat Auburn. So uh, East Carolina trying to join that list uh, this Saturday or and or next Thursday when they take on both South Carolina and Florida. Got two chances. Yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be interesting. And again, you know, uh, not as bad as football, but uh, you know, this time of year you don't know who's ill, who's doing what. Uh, but uh, two real good chances for uh, Coach Schwartz's guys. Chandler, I drove to Virginia, and uh, I got a future. I got an NCAA tournament championship future. Really? Yes. And that is who? That is Kelvin Sampson and the Houston Cougars. Coach Mack, can this be the year they uh, they break through and win it all? Gosh, nobody's talking about them that much this time. So, uh, so maybe you know he's certainly good enough, and um, they're, uh, they're they coward the daylights out of you. They're athletic. Uh, yeah, it could be. Yeah, I, I like their chances. Probably them and about fifteen others. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, it was a wacky week where we saw Purdue lose, UConn lose. Uh, a whole bunch of teams lost uh, there, Mac, that are were in the top 10, top 15. Kentucky with a, a shocker there against UNCW. Just looking at the top 25, a couple of uh, – first thing that jumps off to me, Colorado State at 8-0. Is that legit, Coach? You know, I don't even know. I saw that and, and wondered, what in the world? I'm not even sure I know who's coaching there. So, I'm not sure. Uh, you know, Colorado State, we've mentioned this before. It's in uh, Fort Collins, Colorado, and – and you all aren't old enough, but uh, it was the site of a, a big-time basketball movie called One on One with Robbie Benson. Um, but uh, but they really haven't ever done a whole lot in in, uh, in basketball since uh, you know since that movie came out. But uh, yeah, I don't I don't know whether they're for real or not. But yeah, you mentioned the, the losses. There were twenty some games played by the top twenty five team, and obviously some of them lost more than once, but. There were 20-some uh, losses among the top 25 teams in the last seven days. Man, crazy. And uh, looking at some of the, I guess, uh, lesser names, surprise schools, FAU still holding tough, 7-1. and one. They're 11th in the country, and uh, they appear to be the real deal once again this year. Colorado State's 8-0. BYU is 7-0. and And how about James Madison? I mean, you look across the country, it is easy to get upset and defeated in uh, college basketball, no matter who you play, where you play, when you play. Uh, JMU has been able to remain undefeated, Coach, and they got uh, at Old Dominion coming up this weekend. Uh, they'll play Hampton, Cobbin State, and Morgan State, Texas State, and then dive into uh, conference play, uh, Louisiana, Southern Miss, South Alabama, App State. So interested to see how far they can carry this thing. We'll see if they can uh, knock off ODU on the road coming up uh, this weekend. That'll be the ninth, which will be on Saturday. Yeah, it really is. Mark Byington's done a really nice job when we've been there a couple years now, and uh, he was a really good player for Jerry Wainwright at UNCW. Uh, he's from Roanoke, Virginia, and uh, got a job back in his home area, been an assistant at a bunch of places like College of Charleston, and, uh, of course, he was the head coach at, at Georgia Southern for a minute before going to JMU. I'm actually working with a JMU radio guy tonight uh, on the television side of things, and uh, and he thinks they're for real, and uh, they're – 
They're busing and running all over the country. They went from they bust up to Michigan and bust down to Kent State and bust on home and you know they're they're not flying uh, those private charters and eating them steaks. Uh, they're they're going through the drive-through and the bus and uh, and still whooping everybody's tail. That's awesome, uh, Matt McCarthy joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line, Coach. Uh, have a good call tonight. Appreciate you joining us on the phone. Looking forward to getting you back in studio uh, next week and talking more basketball and football with you. I'll still be fired up. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. There is Mac McCarthy joining us to kick off today's edition of Pirate Radio Live. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll uh, we'll kind of reset. We'll check in with the chat gang. We'll see if we have any portal entries to add. And we will open up the Pirate Radio treasure chest for the first time, the first of two times on this Tuesday. We'll have one in hour three, but we'll have one also when we return Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. You can shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com. Or visit them on Greenville Boulevard, Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership, and the home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Hey, welcome back. Somebody in the chat asked what kind of hat this was. This is a Winston Salem Dash Copa de la Diversion, uh, minor league hat the every team did these i have the um wood ducks the one they did with the avocados avocados uh these are i guess chips and salsa it looks like a fish on a hat uh what was that what was that for because i felt like putting it in there Ah. Ah. all right Shirley can put a rim shot anywhere she chooses to do so, whether it is necessary or not. Dim's, Dim's the rules. Dim's the rules. No, I thought you were making a joke, so that's why I threw it in there. And then as soon as I did it and you gave me that look, I was like, that wasn't a joke, was it? Whoops. A rim shot, it makes you feel good, though. It makes everything funnier, even if it wasn't funny. It's like the laugh tracks in unnecessary moments. All right, you could probably look those uh, YouTube videos up. <laughs> I need that. Sounds funny. I'm uh, gonna look that up during the like break. in serious moments, like the laugh tracks <laughs> go on. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. I like that. I need to check that out. All right, looking at the uh, chat gang real quick. Mike P said he cracked his phone screen, smashing the like. Oh hey, man, we Come appreciate on. it. Uh, we'll Take get, it easy. We'll get you a new screen. Jerry uh, said hello to the fam. Uh, Jamie said I can't believe. There's not a John David Baker YouTube account yet on here. Oh, because I guess we have people imitating like Donnie Kirkpatrick and other coaches. 
Yeah. Uh, don't don't give anybody any ideas, Jamie. Pike liked. He said, so what you were saying is that JDB won't look to bring in someone like Cardin or Ehlers as quarterback coach. Probably not. I don't think so. I don't know what I was saying. And I think he's going to be quarterback's coach, too. Jerry says, any reports on Sean heading west on 264 uh, towards Wolfpack Radio? I haven't seen any reports. Uh, Name's not in the transfer portal, is it? Not that I'm aware of. Mm -hmm. There you go. All right. Um, Jamie said he has a did you see a national day. Did you see? He said, happy Rocky Day. Yo, Adrian. Yo, Adrian. I'm going to be honest with you. The only Rocky I really remember is Rocky Four against Ivan Drago. I don't remember any of the other ones. <laughs> Charlie, can you just fart? Start. Did I say fart? Can you start putting rim shots into everything? Just randomly Please don't throw fart. in there with yeah. a rim shot. Yeah. No. Um, oh man, you really? <laughs> I saw. Let's see the one with Apollo Creed. I saw the one with Mister T. I do believe that was a separate one. The one with. Uh, I'm gonna say Mister T was three. Which one was Hulk Hogan? Who? Yeah, I don't I remember. Know. I have seen Creed, which I liked. I I need to watch the other ones. There's two of them, right? It might be three at this Can point. Can you take okay. I saw me higher? Rim shot. I mean, just randomly singing. He said Creed. Creed. Oh, Charlie, you got to keep. What's wrong? You all right? Yeah, I'm fine. All right. <laughs> I mean, he's starting to annoy me over here. But. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Does Sean need to go to a basketball game again? He needs to go to a corner or something. <laughs> I don't know what's gotten in him today. To I get, missed y'all yesterday. I'm just trying to make up for it. We need to get Sean's production corner. Just you in a corner by yourself. <laughs> giggling. With a dunce cap. <laughs> Do I have to face the corner? I don't know if they make dunce caps his size. <laughs> what's a dunce cap? And, uh, that's something a oh, dunce okay. would say. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I got a lot of traction, Chandler. I'm sorry. Out of your uh, your last notch on button on your hat yesterday. <laughs> I know. I, know. <laughs> I look. I can't help it, man. I, I have got a I big head. I know. Because there's nothing I can do about you're it. You're smart. You got a big brain. You're just a big boy. You're a big growing I got a boy. Big old head, man. Yes, sir. All right. Um, Jansen said more like clips and salsa. Da dum cha. Steve said any Wimbledon Drive updates. Oh, News Now Carolina is bringing up a topic from yesterday. Butter on a Pop-Tart. It's delicious. Ew. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> Never thought to do that. Now I tell you, though, I'm cooking a lot now, and I'm like, dang, is it Paula Dean? I like butter. I put butter in a bunch of butter. Butter on a Pop-Tart. I just butter it on up homework for tonight watch rocky one and two says jamie no thank you pike says when will pirate radio host a three-quarter court shot contest between men's and ladies pirate teams well i want to do one between us see how we do eric says it's a great day when sean is back on the mic russ said would you rather have dinner with name redacted or (laughs) name redacted too (laughs) (laughs) uh 
uh steve says hogan and mr t were both in rocky three thank you okay all right i think we're caught up on chat gang y'all uh hit the like appreciate you and uh We'll reconvene in a moment. Chandler, do we have any transfers to update today? We've got a big one. We got probably our first surprise uh, entry, unless y'all broke this yesterday because I forgot I wasn't on the show. All right. Before you say anything, do you think we talked about a big transfer yesterday on Pirate Radio Live? What would be your best guess? I no. Look, listen. Let's 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 kind of simmer down here. See, being at the basketball game, I feel like it was like six o'clock and beyond. I forgot that when I was there, y'all had a show. Yeah. So I'm assuming y'all broke the news about Taylor Jackson. We did. Okay. He was a good one, man. He was my pick to click this year. And uh, but when it comes to new entries, I don't think I've seen any today. I have not seen any today. If you guys have, please uh, make us aware of that. But right now, I have. Real quick, Mason Garcia, Pop McKay, Zion Agnew, Isaiah Foote, Grant Copeland, Elisha Samples, Amari Allen, Richard Pierce, all on the offensive side. On the defensive side, Jason Shuford, Xavier Xavier McIver, uh, Trayvon Hayes, Jamari Young, Taylor Jackson, Tegan Wilk, Drew Dodder, Ty Moss. Special teams, I got Carson Smith, Ryan Capriotti, Laith Margin, David Chappeau, Brock Winstead, Colby Garfield. That is my list at the moment ready to start a new list of portal these are portal entries some portal out portal outries good one guys coming out of the portal coming to uh east carolina uh by the way colby garfield entering the portal making it the second long snapper on this team to enter the portal talked about that i know i did say we need to break it down more with you when you get back to the show but i heard you say colby colby garfield and by the way great uh garfield joke yesterday by the way thank you some Uh, didn't appreciate it some (laughs) didn't get it at all but kobe garfield was uh the starting short snapper and i want to say played in every single game and was a part of every single field goal and extra point unit now chandler can you break it down for us what's the difference between a long snapper and a short snapper So a long snapper uh is a snapper that usually snaps at about 14 and a half or 15 yards on a punt and then a short snapper is used for which is about seven yards from the snapper to the holder. Um, and this guy uh, started every single game this past year at short snapper. So the difference is, is you know, long snapper is for punts. Short snapper is for field goals and extra points. Thank and you for breaking that down. You want to be able to snap that ball. And when that holder puts the ball down, you want the laces to be already out. Mm-hmm. It takes a special talent to do that now we've talked about your long snapping ability we've never really talked about your short snapping ability were you a short snapper i was also a short snapper and i've got videos to prove it was you would you say your specialty would be long snapping or could you do both at the same elite level i I could do both at the same elite level it doesn't matter we don't talk a lot about your short snapping ability i can short snap man you i mean you might you might not believe it which do you prefer short snapping is a lot easier because you're just sitting there and you're like all right the target is closer and you feel like the target is bigger um because i mean with a short snap you could put it just about anywhere in this area where this long snap you want to put it right on that hip of the punter 
Um, but it is hard to get those laces out. So, uh, short wow, stabbing. Steve, Steve with a very novice question. You can tell this guy doesn't play football. He says, Sean, why don't they just use the center to do that? Oh, <laughs> use the center to do that. Oh, man. Oh, if man. I had a nickel every time I heard that. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Well, here's the thing, Steve. Centers and long snappers, I feel like, are two different statures of a human being. Uh, not just a player, but a human being. Of a human being. Of a living human being. <laughs> a center is more of a stocky, maybe shorter guy. Most of your long snappers are more of a more... Uh, Stocky, shorter guy. No, no, not necessarily. <laughs> uh but I want to say they look more athletic. Less stocky, less short. Yeah, no, a little taller and less husky. Okay. Um, and you were which one? Now? And you have to be flexible. Now, is a center on an offensive line? I mean, they can be flexible, but it takes a uh, a special maneuver to get that ball back. You have to lock the legs. You have to get your hands through. And a center, I just can't see that happening. Now, you know who's someone that can prove me wrong? Who's that? That did it here at East Carolina? CJ Struck. He was the center on the offensive line and also did short snaps. He was he's a very special human being. He's a special living human being. Uh Steven says a center is more hard news. Very hard news. Would you agree with that? Yes. Okay. I mean he's in the trenches every single play knocking his head against another person's another human being's head i was gonna i was kind of getting to this too tyler wants to know how would chandler evaluate his stature mm. six foot mm. bulky husky so not stocky but bulky mm. bulky I, slash stocky husky. maybe stocky i kind of like stocky jamie says a couple things he said first of all when i see chon i don't think flexible he also said, I bet Chon could only snap at 14 and a half yards, not 15. Nah, 15. I can do 15. I can go a whole another half foot. All right. Best believe it. All right. Thank you for breaking that down for us. No problem. People that sat through that are going to be rewarded because right now. Uh-oh. Can you crack it for me, Shirley? Can you crack the seal? Can you pop the top? Can you open her up? It's a two for Tuesday. 317-1250. Caller number 12 will win and be winner number two in our 2023 Pirate Radio treasure chest. The chest is loaded with prizes. We've given away one prize to Steve Hill yesterday. You can be winner number two. If you don't get in now, don't fret. We'll have winner number three coming up in hour number three of today's show. Our first winner will join us when we return. Treasure chest is open, 317-1250. Caller 12 is the winner. Back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you in outside sales and looking for an opportunity to increase your earning potential? Well, Copy Pro has been in Eastern North Carolina for over 45 years and continues to grow each year. And they are in need, uh, need rather, of more sales professionals with a desire to potentially make a six-figure income. Do you have what it takes? Visit copypro.net today to submit your resume and to learn more. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live. We are giving away two treasure chest prizes on this Tuesday. We'll do one in hour three, and we just opened up the Pirate Radio Live line for you to get your chance to win, and we have a winner. And Shirley, who is on the line with us? We have Eric Mazel on the line. Eric, is this uh, Eric M. Eric M. from the chat gang? Yes, sir. It's me. It's me. What's up, Clipper? Congratulations, Eric. Well, hey, Eric. How are you? Thanks. What's up, Sean? Glad to have you back today, man. Yes, sir. Great to be back. Eric, uh, we hear from you and your inappropriate jokes and uh, and all that stuff each and every day in the chat gang. So tell us about yourself. Where are you from and uh, what do you do? Uh, yes. Well, I'll try to keep the jokes as PG as possible, but sometimes, you know, you know. But uh, I'm from Grimesland. I lived in eastern North Carolina all my life. I work for, uh, I won't be very popular, but work for a Department of Revenue, but in the motor fuels division. So, you know, if you got any issues with your uh, taxes, don't come to me. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Eric, um, if you were to receive a, an ECU gift this year as far as athletics go, what would you wish for for Christmas when it comes to ECU athletics? Uh, just got to be realistic or anything? Anything. Uh, something besides the uh, the season we just had in football. So just say a winning season. How about that? A winning football season in 2024. I think that would have people pretty excited if we could flip from – a couple of wins to at least seven or more that'd be nice all right uh eric let's uh surely you want to run down these prizes in the treasure chest real quick sure all right um let's see i'll, I'll get it going uh 200 gift card from bostic sug furniture is available $200 gift card and facial and skincare box from Beauty Bar Medispa. A pirate welcome sign and $50 gift card from UBE. $100 straight cash from Sparky Snowballs. $100 gift card to Chico. Bud Light umbrella and tailgate chair and Bud Light dartboard and two cases of Bud Light from Carolina Eagle Distributing. A $100 gift card from the Holistic Company. A $200 gift card to Shenandoah Graphics and Framing. Uh, Budweiser Mirror, Bush Light Neon, Bojangles Hard Sweet Tea Neon, and two cases of Bud Light from Carolina Eagle Distributing. A $100 gift card to Fleet Feet. A $100 gift card to Shimmer. A $100 gift card to Jersey Mike's. Four ECU versus Memphis basketball tickets and a prize package from David Price Construction. Twisted Tea Patio Umbrella Cooler and Prizes packaged from the Boston Beer Company. And a $50 gift card to Aiden Golf and Country Club and Farm Bureau Golf Swag package from Brand. <laughs> Brandon Manning. Those are the prizes in the chest. Eric, all fantastic prizes. If you had to pick one, anyone uh, tickle your fancy? Well, I know this is going to sound absolutely terrible, but anyone that my wife doesn't want. <laughs> all right. 
hey look a lot of people think this is about giving but sometimes it's about receiving it's about being selfish and you earned this she didn't call in you did exactly yeah she ain't and she ain't putting in the hours and chat gang every day you are you deserve this uh-huh. i would be certainly happy with anything that i got so i really appreciate y'all uh, doing this and really uh uh marries up the uh, christmas time and holiday season for everyone well said uh who would like to pick out the prize who's got ooh, the um... ooh, me please all right well, do we have them shirley you want to let Sean do it can i please shirley she is she is annoying you're more annoying than the elf that annoyed shirley and made her dance for crying out loud grab one will you all right he is very difficult hopefully i got one i do have one all right all right eric here we go oh boy your wife's gonna love this oh my god <laughs> 200 gift card and facial and skincare <laughs> from beauty bar many spa all right excellent you know what that's what i get though i joked about that in the chat the other day so, hey that's cool Hey, that's uh, one less gift you'll have to buy for your wife. Although they do men as well yes, over there. Yes, I mean, they, they if you really want to piss off your wife, you go use this and not give it to her. That's right. I, I can find something to do with it. There we go. Yeah, I, I can always use a little facial, you know, freshen up the old, old uh, face muscles. What a uh, what a great prize uh, from Beauty Bar Medi Spa. That is awesome, Eric. Congratulations to you and yours, and thanks for making us laugh and hanging out with us every day, man. We appreciate it. Certainly, I appreciate y'all putting up with my hijinks, and I uh, enjoy listening in. Uh, you kind of, you know, make the afternoons a little more enjoyable. Sometimes it gets kind of, you know, monotonous uh, afternoon time during work. So I really appreciate y'all, what y'all do, and uh, I certainly enjoy it. Thank y'all so much. Thank you, Eric. Thank there, you, Eric. There's old Eric M. from the chat, better known or less known as Eric Mazil. Our winner today on the treasure chest. Bit of karma maybe there. Yeah. He said he wanted to be Beauty selfish. Beauty Spa. <laughs> Which again, uh, they could make my face look better than it does. I mean, but two hundred dollar gift card, him and his wife both can enjoy. It. Do a little couples day. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? That would be nice. All right, um, that is awesome. And I'll tell you what will be even more awesome: making another winner today, making somebody else happy on this Tuesday. And that was awesome. That is correct, Brett Kennedy. <laughs> All right, uh, let's take a break. When we return, the Mully Man will join us. How about a special treat? Thought we were going to have Mully on the phone, but he is booking it over to the studio. Sweet. So we will have Mully Man inside the Pirate Radio studios. No wig, beautiful bald Mully head coming in today to talk about everything going on in college athletics and more. That's on the way. Pirate Radio Live on a two for Tuesday. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Have you heard? Greenville Auto World is under new ownership and is now a part of the DriveHereNow.com network. DriveHereNow.com. 
is run by local people who buy, service, detail, and sell everything directly to you. Greenville Auto World is now the fifth dealership to join at driveherenow.com. Get get car shopping today at driveherenow.com and choose a location near you. Driveherenow.com, serving Eastern North Carolina for over 47 years and a proud supporter of the Pirates. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Thank you, Shirley Rhodes. We got Sean here and the Mully Man joining us inside the Pirate Radio Studios. What a treat. Good to see you, Mully. Good to see you, buddy. Uh, before we go forward, we must look back. And uh, we have very attentive listeners. And look, we say a lot of things on this program that are grammatically, mathematically incorrect all across the board. And we just kind of go. Th- go through them and try to forget about them and hopefully nobody picked up on them uh but josh has a very keen ear keen sense of astute astute he says i gotta go back to something chan said before the treasure chest when talking about he could snap at 15 yards not 14 and a half yards he said yeah i could snap it another half a foot he said the math ain't mathin'. you know i heard that too it just kind of moved on so, could you snap it another half, half a yard, yard, yard or just a half yard? Foot? Half a yard. You could go half a yard. Yeah. How I, many feet would that be? Half a yard, six. I don't like. I don't think that math's mathing either. Half a yard. Half a yard. Wait. Hold if on. I'm not mistaken, there's three feet. Uh, in three a feet yard. in a yard. So it'd be another foot I, and a, a half. A, a, a foot and a half. <laughs> right. I was twelve inches in a foot. Uh huh. Very good. Right. Very was, good. Okay, this whole, this whole, yeah, this whole yard Three. thing, this whole yard thing's got y'all screwed up. What size shoe do you wear in yards? Yards. <laughs> See, I wear a size thirteen. I'm a third of a yard. Could, could you imagine if all you needed was ten feet for a first down? <laughs> yeah, it'd be pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, my I, forty would be crazy. <laughs> yeah, be pretty quick. You could leap that. You could jump that. Um, Molly, welcome in. Thank you, buddy. Um, I was thinking about this. Did the NFL? Mm every every dog has his day whether you are the packers who just knocked off the lions and the chiefs back to back you know shirley's dolphins obviously are a good team but even like the bucks and the falcons and the Bengals without burrow like can everybody has their day except for two teams panthers the panthers and, and the, the commanders, commanders. <laughs> yeah everybody I, I literally wanted to send you something sunday i don't even know what to say well, I, like I want to say, yeah, yeah. it don't matter. I'm, Brighter days. I mean, I. <laughs> but I was like, I literally felt like, like I, for you, I felt like it was like the death of your gerbil or something. Like you lost a pet as a child. It just. But I guess you've gotten numb to it. Yeah, I'm in the numb. Because I want to tell you, this has been one of the more enjoyable seasons I've had in a long time. Has it, Molly? As a Packers fan. Well, you don't have Aaron Rodgers anymore. Well, and what you, you were tired of. The thing is, we've ridden kind of an emotional roller coaster this year, and it, it, it adds, adds a little excitement. I really don't know what to expect when they go out, but the last two weeks, and it, yeah, Jordan Love's been really good, but that receiving core has been freaking, I mean, amazing. They have made every catch. And I'm, I'm talking some big time, like legit NFL catches. If the playoffs started today, the Pack are in. Let's see what they got left the rest of the regular season. At the Giants, Bucks at home, at the Panthers, at the Vikings versus the Bears. It is not the most challenging schedule I've seen. 
So uh, they got a real shot here, Molly. No one. On. We did it without Aaron Jones. I mean, which is you know, hopefully he'll get back healthy. And you know, I I don't know. I I really don't know what to think. I had somebody ask me yesterday, "Did you watch the whole game?" I was like, "Yeah." Every I did not intend to watch the whole game. I watched every every play because it was just a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. And I, look, I will tell you the past the non passer interference call late. Oh, uh, we absolutely mugged uh, Valdez Scanling. But, but look, it didn't get called. It is what it is. And I'm sitting here thinking, eight point lead anyway. If they catch the Hail Mary, they still got to convert for two. Tie ball game. We'll see what happens. But, I, you know, of course, you don't like Patrick Mahomes. And, you know, in those situations, mm-hmm. you, you feel like he's just, it's a given he's going to do those things. But, yeah, man, I, but man, they're playing great. Go, Pat, go. I mean, no kid. All right, uh, Molly, did you see the news today about the proposal for yeah, the NCAA breakoff? I did. Um, I'll reset it once again real quick. Charlie Baker proposed changes that would allow D1 schools for the first time to pay their athletes in ways that are not tied to educational resources. Uh, basically, if schools choose to adopt these new rules in the proposal, they will be allowed to enter NIL deals directly with the athletes. So instead of going through a... Uh, what do you call it like collective. a team boneyard collective or a business or whatever uh it could come directly from the school the new rules would also create a new subdivision of division one schools that would be allowed to create its own set of rules for recruiting transfers roster size and a wide range of other policies uh to be part of that subdivision each school would have to put millions of dollars each year into a trust fund for athletes this subdivision will be gated have full-time security a golf course and all the amenities now here's it would not be my subdivision i was talking to our buddy brandon manning today i've been concerned about this that don't mess with the ncaa tournament the basketball if they go to something like this it would be sports across the board right I, well i i don't think it has to be I mean, I don't think it has to be. I think you have a you can have a breakout for football only. Hmm. But, I, but I would be okay with that. And, and the thing is, from from all that I've heard and read, the NCAA really doesn't have a whole lot of governance over football anyway. The thing that they really own is basketball. So I don't. I mean, I don't know. Do they? Do they? Are they trying to do this proactively to maintain some level of control before these same teams just say, "Why do we need the NCAA to start with?" Well, this is why it's not just football only, though. Because this, uh, so the new policy would help gender equity, because the newly developed trust fund would be required to follow Title IX laws uh, by equally distributing money to men and women. And, and my point in that statement was in answer to your question or statement about not wanting to affect basketball. I'm saying, does it have to? And does it have to be the NCAA? Can, I mean, can these football teams these football you know ad's just say hey we're going to secede from the union holistically and do our own thing we really don't need i mean all right we'll go we'll petition the nai and we'll join the nai or i mean if you have to have a governing body yeah look the football at this point i just hope we hold on to the ncaa basketball tournament Uh, football's i feel like almost gone but you know but clip we've been talking about this for way before nil way before the portal i mean six eight ten years ago we were going hey at some point these teams with the bigger budgets not the best teams the teams with the bigger budgets are going to go do their own thing well now we're getting more towards the reality right that's right that's right and I, i mean i it, again, it's all a money play. I, and I, I heard uh, I heard Coach Mack's take on it, which I thought was – I would have said basically the same exact things. Uh, you know, but it's the other considerations 
when you make these these folks employees. Uh, kid gets her on the field. Is there a work comp settlement? Mm-hmm. Kid, you know, is there a long term disability? Short. Think about. So does that become the the recruiting platform? Is they bolster their employee benefits package, so to speak, and to, to provide additional financial means for a kid that gets hurt? Because we see it every year. Where I mean, look at uh, uh, the quarterback of Florida State I'm drawing a blank yeah, Travis Travis yeah I mean he's out right now who knows what the extent what who knows what that injury is going to cost him in the long run so how's he compensated for that right yeah uh, you know as an employee <clears throat> Max's point was because <clears throat> I asked him now that we're reading about this and it's in the headlines is it closer to being a reality than not and he still said we get a ways to go. We got a lot of amendments to make and things like that. I, I really believe this is the NCAA's effort at being proactive. I think this is them trying to say, hey, we'll show you guys a path if you'll just continue to let us be part of it. I, I think you could see something happen away from the NCAA faster than you see the NCAA figured out. You know, I, when I, I, So I always scoff at the student-athlete thing anyway. Like, they say it's all about education well it's not i mean we're playing basketball at four o'clock on a monday afternoon you know like it's it's not all about education um but how would you do it molly if there is a breakaway from the ncaa would would you still have to pass test to go to to play football to play sports to to do you know how would that i'll tell you i'll tell you what i think happens again i'm talking football basketball kind of has this i mean if a basketball player's one and done does he have to pass class no. no, he's got to be eligible to play that season. Semester, yeah. Right. So I, it, do we see that type of opportunity happen with football? Do we see it happen with baseball? Where they say, hey, look, come for a year. We'll be a feeder program. And, and I read something. I don't even remember who put it out there. But do we see affiliation from the major league level, from NFL, NBA, and Major League Baseball saying, we'll almost not, quote, unquote, help fund this. But but maybe we get involved in your NIL. Maybe we, you know, do these different things because especially as it relates to to football and basketball, it gives them the most legit minor league system that they could possibly have. And you know, and then even if you take it to baseball, you know, baseball has contracted so much as it relates to minor leagues, yeah. this gives you an expansion into a, a deeper level of younger players that hey, you're not quite ready to be drafted, but we want you to go to East Carolina we'll own the rights to you. It used to be called a draft and follow. It used to be that, that, that you could be drafted out of high school. They hold your rights. A lot of times kids went to JUCO, see how it worked out for a year, and they may or may not get picked up. Now they, they don't have that. They have a finite signing deadline. But it would kind of be the same thought process. So I think the only way, and it's to your original question, the only way it works, and I say works, what does that even mean? But the only way it happens is you've got to have some involvement from a bigger entity with deeper pockets and that that already has governance in place that can treat this thing like what it's becoming and that's professional athletics so what do you say to the the ecu fan seeing this and like where Man, I, where is east I, carolina I, fit in all this I, so again this comment is had around my house quite quite often because of my my son's interest and and then you know being dad and then also having an understanding of what this is we we talk about the difference in being a, a collegiate athlete and understanding the benefits of and 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 specifically as it relates to who still plays college athletics well we have that with the ivy league we have it with the non-scholarship programs that still you know compete at the fcs level i mean we those things do exist 
I, I think the reality becomes, and, and quite frankly, let 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 the powers that let, let the dudes with the money go do what they want to do. Let's get back to being really good at what we're good at and play for whatever's available to us to win. You know what I mean? It yeah. Does, it whatever doesn't championship is out there. Yeah, let's, let's go, go try play to win for it. it. And yeah. it looked at me. And what you end up seeing is is you have the opportunity then to get old, right? You bring kids in, you grow them. Uh, and I'll say the converse of that is, or, or in defense of, of of how do we keep players? Well, guarantee scholarships longer than one year. You know, do something to tie the kid to the program other than just straight What's dollar bills. What's the advantage of that for the kid? At least he knows he's got a situation. There's 1,800 kids in the portal right now that will not, half of them won't land on a scholarship. Yeah, but you're giving these one-year scholarships out now, and they're all renewed. I mean... Well, they're not all renewed. That's why the portal... Look, the portal works for coaches, too. A coach can bring a kid in, and, and you'll go, well, why'd that kid leave the program? Well, what was it, what we don't know is what happened in the coach's office at the exit interview. What we don't know is how that played out throughout the year. So I mean, I, it, so what if a coach says, "Hey, uh, you'd be better off somewhere else," and the kid says, "No, nah, I want to stay here," and then you got a problem. You got an impasse, and I'm sure it happens. And and then I think the coach has got to make. You also have to understand <clears throat> that coach is making a decision for that one player that he knows is going to affect that kid's high school, that kid's area, and the reputation of the program going back into that recruiting right. opportunity. So no, that I mean, but but. I, what I'm saying is, if you want to create loyalty, then be loyal. You know what I mean? Like, like, do do. There's got to be some. Uh, there's got to be a tie that bonds. Loyalty's gone. At this a lot point. of it is. Yeah, a lot of it is. <clears throat> Mike Mullis here inside the Pirate Radio Studios. You got a uh, question or comment for Mullis? You can get that in. Um, Mullis, you are very good at these uh, broad chats. I am more of like breaking down games and. No, I, yeah. what we saw on the field what you can do as well uh but what did you think of the college football playoff and the well, way that came it out? compelled me enough to do something how long have we been doing this i've been doing stuff at this radio station since the day it opened okay yeah before me probably. before you yeah. yeah and but you and i have done this for a number of years yeah. let me ask you one question have you ever seen me walk in with a notepad no i saw you uh, get out of your vehicle with one today i didn't know if that was show related or something yeah, else no it, it's show related and i got a clip my glasses, glasses on. on yeah i should have gone with the other ones that slide over um it so i find this interesting and you kind of brought it up as it relates to the nfl game about the wins and where it puts you in the playoffs and all so if you just look i think the i think the the worst the worst seating in the four is michigan i don't think they, they didn't play anybody as is in evidence by the fact that the teams that they played combined record of 83 wins, 83 and 62. Big 10 was weak this Terrible. year. Terrible. Alabama did have 97 wins. They led the world in, in, in that category. Okay. So then you had Washington with 87 and 57. Pac-12 was very good. Yep. And then you had Texas at 90 and 55, which is hmm. very respectable. Yeah. But then here's Florida State. And this is where you go, well, you know what? And this isn't how I feel. This is just fact. You're just putting down numbers. Yeah. They 77 and 66 was the the... the combined win-loss record of, the, of their opponents. Georgia, and I heard you say this, I think it was you, they, they had 86 wins, or they 86 wins by their opposing uh-huh. teams. Yeah. So if you rank it that way, <clears throat> Alabama's one, Texas is two, Washington's three, Georgia's four. Hmm. And, and uh, you know we that's, talk. That's one way to look at it. I I gave Florida State props for non-conference beating LSU and Florida. Right, I completely. Which they agree. didn't have the greatest years, but 
still you played them you beat them both and they were both away from your own and you know what's so funny florida state a neutral site uh lsu or was it at florida state um either way florida was on the road but here's what's funny to me about that we'll discredit the sec when it works for our argument but your biggest argument for florida state being in is that they beat two sec teams that were middle of the pack that i don't think florida i i (laughs) no it's it look man i get it because it's i think florida state should be in but they did not have the best body of work or play the best teams or any of that. They went undefeated. They won all their games. They and, did and all they could do. That's right. They, they did all they could do, but they still only the, – the combined win-loss for the teams they played was 77 and 66. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and look, I, I didn't realize that until I looked at these numbers today. But Rob Burles, a good friend of mine, I'm texting him the other night before I said, how do they keep them out? He goes, they can't. I said, I agree. And I said, but I don't see how you keep Alabama out. And if Alabama gets in, I think they win the whole freaking thing. I still think Georgia might be the best team in the country. I don't disagree with you. <laughs> I think the national championship game was the SEC game. There you go. That was the national championship. That's the best team in the country, in my opinion. We don't even know if Michigan's any good. We know that Michigan – I mean, they beat Ohio State. They beat Penn State. Uh, they had one more ranked win. I don't even Iowa, are we counting Iowa, that? I, see, and it's hard for, barely me count that. hard for me to even see that. Yeah. But when you look at – you know the, the 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 strength of schedule as it relates to, um, and the one I like is is Warren Nolan's strength of schedule, the ELO SOS, which is the ELO is like how much better they give points. So like when Michigan played East Carolina, it was an ELO of one twenty six, which meant Michigan is that one hundred twenty six percent better than. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's kind of how they look at that. So I like when they combine that ELO and then the true strength of schedule based off other teams' wins. When you look at that, East Carolina finished 50 in the country. Part of that because we weren't very good, so everybody was just expected to be better than us. But Michigan finished 56th. When you combine who they play, who they should beat and who they beat, and then the other team's record. Yeah, well. So it's one of those things where Michigan's body of work is questionable at best i know it's almost like if you compare them to florida state how close is that two undefeated teams very close i agree yeah but if you compare that to alabama or georgia you know i look i thought michigan's reaction in their view party or their watch party said it all they thought they were getting florida state and all of a sudden alabama pops up there and it was a wet fart (laughs) yeah and and we all know those are not good. No, I mean it just became what just happened in my pants. Okay, boy, you really. I mean, are but you see what I'm saying? You yeah, could just watch the them. Picture. I mean, Taylor, you enjoying this? I. <laughs> um, I got to tell you, this is why I want to come in today. Like we this, we couldn't talk. I couldn't get this fired up talking about this riding down the road. So I was like, I, I got to get in and I got to get face to face with Clipper. I, I need that. I need that spongy mic in front of my face. I'm sweating over here. It it really does. But do you, we don't have a solution or like a, do you have an overall? My solution is if you're going to put the best teams in, put the freaking best teams in. If you're going to play the record game, then play the record game down the line. You got to go one way or the other, in my opinion. Are the four best teams in? So who's Georgia go in over? Florida State. But no, Florida State's not in it. I'm saying, are the four best well, teams... Well, no, and that's my point, is if you're going to go four best teams, Florida State's not in, and Washington may not be in. See, I, I thought about that, but Pac-12 was really good this year. They beat Oregon twice. They don't play any defense. 
it's not well-rounded football. Well, uh, give me give me a team in the Pac-12 that's a good defensive football team. I think Utah is pretty good, aren't they? When you question it like that, does that kind of answer your own question? I mean, they're okay. They're good in that conference. But when you think of Utah, you think, man, they're going to play great defense. No, you think they're, they're going to score a bunch of points. I don't see. I don't, does Michigan play offense? No. <laughs> so it's funny you say that. As I was looking at this, <clears throat> their quarterback didn't throw 300 yards all year. They didn't have a quarter. They didn't have a running back rush a single running back rush for 100 yards all year. They just kind of smother you and they, run the clock out. They play great defense and they just grind and grind and then they beat you in the fourth quarter. And they've been able to do that with lesser opponents. Right? When when guys, I mean, we've seen it how many times at Daddy Ficklin Stadium that we have a, a big time team on the ropes or we ho- we stay with them midway through the third quarter and then their bodies just outbody our bodies. You're not, they're not going to be able to do that with Alabama. Sounds like you think the tide rolls. I really do. And I hope we've got Alabama and Texas. Out of what we've got, I hope we've got Alabama and Texas in a national championship game. Uh, if not, I think if not, I think we're looking at Georgia TCU from last year. Right. Um, Chad said if Florida State's quarterback was playing, would FSU be in? How much I, did they? That's the excuse given. Yeah. But and, and again, you got a month before this game's played. Not that JT's coming back, but certainly Rodemaker will be back. Yeah. Right. I mean, so that's kind of weak sauce if you're going to make that state. And that was what was said. It's the product that's there right now. Well, that that yeah, and then look, hey, let's add to this. We're going to go twelve teams next year. Okay, yeah. So those twelve teams get in, and you have let's say it was this year. You have uh, for argument's sake, you have Liberty play Michigan game one. Okay, the quarterback from Michigan gets hurt. Well, all we're doing is creating more opportunities for that to happen. We're adding three weeks of the season. We're creating an opportunity to have a national championship that's a watered down product well are you are you i don't love the 12 right now i you like don't? six and what do you do, do one two, two get a buy yeah they've earned the right in this case it would be michigan washington get buys and then you would throw georgia and florida state that's in right place. and this year in particular it would actually work out perfect it'd been awesome yeah uh let's see russ says you guys are sleeping on washington i, I mean look i have picked against washington several times now towards the end of this year and they keep winning so no i think I, i'm done I, I, they're good they're a good football i think team. he's right i think they're a good team i think they've got the heisman winner i mean i think there are a lot of positives there i will just be curious to see what they do against a good defensive team and i, I just don't i just don't know i mean i i, I don't feel like they're I, again i go back i just feel like oregon was better than them if better than who yeah, better than Washington. Washington. Yeah, even though Washington beat them no, no, twice. No, no, going into that game, I did I'm too. Like, I did I'm too. Like, there's I no did way. In my exact words, there's no way they beat them twice. I agree. I was right there with you. Um, Air Tyler, if FSU blows out Louisville, do we do opinions change? A hundred percent. You think so? And I, you know, even some of the commentary on the game was, "Hey, you know, right now Norvell's looking to try to score another seven to ten points to try to make it a, a more glamorous win." Or a, you know, a, and look, I'm going to tell you that poor kid that played quarterback for Florida State was god awful. Florida State's defense is as good as any defense is in this thing. But that kid wasn't ready for that stage. I mean, true freshman, I get it, man. 55 yards, I get it. But, you know, the creativity, and I say creativity, to go wildcat 
and win the game that way and just trust your defense. But that's kind of like that Florida State beating Louisville is kind of like Michigan beating Iowa. Wasn't it? Didn't you? I think everybody thought, well, maybe Louisville could beat them. But Louisville's coming off a really ugly loss. And I just, you know. Uh, Russ said, whoa, now Texas is not good on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, every team in the four has some deficiencies. I think Michigan has a bit of an offensive deficiency. But we'll see. Uh, and I'll tell you who I don't see the deficiency for is Alabama. I mean, once 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 the freshman the quarter, once Milro figured it out, it was a different deal. And yeah. that dude, you know, he reminds me of the national championship quarterbacks you've seen, uh, the Cam Newton performances, the Cordell Jones performances, the I mean, he that's what that's what I see with him. When he runs, he does not look like a quarterback. No. He is a big physical dude. Yeah, good luck. A lot of talk about Mully's pants. He was not saying a wet fart in his pants, guys. He was just saying, like, generally speaking. Yeah, no, I was watching. I was talking about the watch party there. For You could tell Michigan was like, man, we did not want to play them. Yeah. At least that was the, uh, if you're reading the room, that was kind of what the what the script told you. No doubt. That was a uh, definitely groans uh, in that audience. All right. Uh, good stuff, Molly. Yeah. Anything? Uh, where's Shohei Otani going to land? Hmm. So I had a long meeting with the Dodgers today. It was funny. A you two know, to three hour meeting. Good grief. Well, you got an interpreter in there, so maybe they're working through some stuff. But, Fair enough. Um, I mean, the Dodgers, I mean, certainly look as good as anybody. It would be interesting. I think that play like to Toronto has been kind of rumored. I, I think for their fan base, that would be the next best thing to maybe going to Seattle. You know, I, I, but, um, and I'm not suggesting he goes to Seattle. I don't know. It was weird last week. It was a done deal that he was going to the Dodgers for forty six million. I mean, it was reported that he was they had agreed to forty six million. Now it's they're saying sixty million a year. So I, you know, I don't know. I you got to feel like it's the Dodgers, right? I mean, it, I mean, aren't they just or is that just too obvious? It feels obvious, um, but sometimes the obvious things uh, play out, especially in these baseball free agency deals. Oh, I haven't seen this new this name in a while. Um, New Mexico is hire is targeting Bronco Mendenhall. I saw that for their next head coach. I saw that. So he has not coached since 2021, um, when he left Virginia. So must be out, must be out of cash. Could be, could be. All right, Molly, enjoyed it, man. Yeah, spirited discussion. Oh shoot, Shirley, hit uh, 40 bowls in 14 days, real quick. Play the uh, 80s rap edition. Molly's a fan of 80s 40 rap. bowls in 14 days, 14 days, 14 days, 40 bowls in 14 days. Oh, my goodness. 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days, 14 days, 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days. 40 bowls in a 14 days. 40 bowls in 14 days. 40 bowls in 14 days. Hippie hippity hop to hop hop. Hop don't stop and drop and pop up. 40 bowls in a 14 days. 40 bowls in a 14 days. Chad said Alabama bowls. barely beat Auburn a couple days. weeks ago. They sure did, but they guess what they did? They beat them. Pop top drop. Molly, bowls in a 14 days. Your game is the Boca de Tombo. 
Is that being built? Where's that being played? In Charlotte. Yeah. Just kidding. It's in Boca Raton. Uh, USF versus Syracuse. So Dino Baber's got the axe. Yeah. I did. Got to go USF, right? You're going to go South Florida on the rise. Did not expect them to be a bowl team this year. Yeah. You got to go. You got to go Bulls. You figure uh, sometimes it's the want to factor in these two. Yeah. And you got to care a little more. Is Syracuse going to have enough players to put them on the sideline? All right. All right. Mully's uh, going with the Bulls. Quick question for you. The uh, 14 Bulls and 14 days. 40 Bulls. 40, whatever it is. Uh, Was that a one cut deal? Yeah. Did you, did you just did you just straight up freestyle that? Yeah, I mean, it didn't really say anything. Or... Well, the the baba did did but yeah, that yeah. was that was that one was take, pretty... buddy. I tell you what, man, you are awfully creative, creative and talented. I mean, when you said baba da booba, yeah. I, I felt that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it's cool that you got a Kleenex box on your hat. That's, I mean, it's uh, it's nachos, bro. I know, but it looks like a like a like a Mexican Kleenex. Box. <laughs> it looks like, like a fish. Kleenex box. It does. It looks like a Kleenex box. Kleenex says, "Bless you." Uh, uh, Todd says Washington gave up an average of 22 points per game. Thank you, Todd. Good job. They that's play, good. They info. play defense. That's good. Well, okay. We'll, look, we'll see. Who knows? That's the fun part about all this stuff. No, I mean, Washington, Texas. Both of the games will be fun. I, yeah, I'm, I'm I think them. they will be. I'm into them. I don't. The, the bad part is I don't know if that Michigan Alabama game will be fun, but there'll be right. some pure violence. Yeah, violence, violence. Speaking of violence, man, how about the official in the in the? I heard the about that Saints Lions game. Saints Lions. Oh game. yeah, yeah, man, that's terrible. It's awful. Terrible. Anyway, if you hadn't seen that, don't go, don't go look at it. What are your uh, ten second thoughts on the new offensive coordinator, John David Baker? Hey, man, great name. Seems like a good dude. I mean, certainly looks part. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I have had this question asked several times. I remember the first time I met Scotty Montgomery and thought, hey, we're going to the national championship. Bright, bright guy. Fired up. Yeah. I mean, it was here. It was here that, the, you know, in, in studio. Uh, I thought, hey, this is dude. I mean, I'm I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Uh, so, I don't know. Hey, wish the wish death about the best for him. And he says all the right things. Yeah. And it'll just be cool to see effort to air it out. I think it's all going to all going to come with the players. It's all going to come with who uh, who's wearing the jerseys. Molly man, thank you. Yep. Uh, I'll take a break. Come back. More to go. Hour two, Pirate Radio Live. We'll give away another prize out of the treasure chest coming up in hour number three when Bryce Williams joins us here on the show. More to go. PRL, back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Bud Light reminds Pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. Hi, back with you here, PRL, on a Tuesday. We'll open up the Pirate Radio treasure chest for the second time today, coming up in hour number three. 
Let's get to our Fleet Feet Rundown, brought to you by Fleet Feet, locally owned and operated by ECU alum Chris Lunyon. Fleet Feet of Greenville provides solutions through one-on-one service to runners, walkers, and everyone in between. Fleet Feet has the tools and technology to get you in the right shoe, including a 3D foot scanner that measures your arch height, width, and more. You can go see them at 207 East Arlington Boulevard in the Old Gordon's Golf location. Fleet Feet, they run for you. I just saw, how about a little trivia, Scarecrow? Just saw that West Virginia is headed to their 40th bowl. Chandler, how many bowls has East Carolina participated in? I'm going to say 23. You are close, 21. How many bowl games have the Pirates won? I'm going to say... Mm, 12 you are close 10 man what bowl game have the pirates appeared in the most times liberty correct they have played in liberty bowl four times park i know my burp uh they have played in another bowl game twice the uh new orleans bowl no the tangerine bowl how do you feel about a tangerine as opposed to an orange? What's the difference? <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. Tangerines are what? Smaller? Have I ever had a tangerine? That's a question you got to ask yourself. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So looking back at the history there, Pirates were uh, in a, a drought between 55 and 63. A drought between 65 and 78. A drought between 79 and 92. Um, We've got three Logan appearances of the bowl um, in the 90s. And then 2000 and 01. Skip Holtz, four straight bowl appearances. Ruffin McNeil, four bowl appearances. Mike Houston, two bowls made one win over coastal carolina the other was canceled by the way the difference between oranges and tangerines Mm -hmm. an orange is larger and tends to have a more of a tart taste say the word i'm not saying it tangerines (laughs) are smaller and sweeter and typically easier to peel oranges are larger and tartar tartar Eric says, is a cutie a tangerine or a clementine? Clementine is a tangerine. Okay. Often, often described as mandarins. Mandolins and violins. I had a, uh, when I was Thanksgiving shopping, I had a, um, on my list was a can of sweet potatoes. And all I could see was a can of yams. And... <laughs> I had to Google, are yams and sweet potatoes the same thing? To which I got on Google, no, yes, they are. Wait, the answer on Google was they are different things. But the thing that I was looking for and asked uh-huh. to get was the yams. But I was very confused. Confused. Do you think yams and sweet potatoes are the same thing? I see them, in my mind, I see them as the same thing. Is yams like an already... Like candy yam. Already like a doctored... Like sweetened up. A a sweetened up sweet potato, maybe? It's already doctored up. Yeah. It's pre-doctored up. Robert says... Now, is yams where you put the... 
marshmallows on? Can't you do that with both yams and sweet potatoes? You talking about sweet potato casserole? Mm-hmm. I, 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 yeah, but I don't like the marshmallows. I like a pecan topping. Ooh, a pecan. Now you said you Googled it and it said that they were different. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It. That's what I'm seeing. Yeah. It says no. Yams and sweet potatoes are not the same thing. Well, that yams have a rough, dark brown skin that is often compared to tree bark. Their flesh is dry and starchy like a regular potato. Sweet potatoes have a smooth, reddish skin, softer flesh, and a sweet flavor. Chandler, guess who is in the chat saying, Tangerine win over UMass was my first ECU bowl game. Oh, my God. Is it that liar? (laughs) Is it that liar? It is Emma. I can't remember her name, but I remember she's a liar. Uh, For some reason, Stacy was popping up in my head. but No, that's a great, cool, neat story, Emma. Emma could be Stacy's mom. She got it going on. So uh, not not evidently if she's not telling the truth. 1964, Tangerine Bowl versus UMass. Where is that? Like Orlando? Yep. 19 what? Where? 1964. And Emma was there. Emma was there. Uh-huh. Or she's just saying that was her first ECU bowl win. Maybe she was at ECU during the time. Very interesting. Emma, how do you, someone of your maturity, like watch this stupid program? Yeah. (laughs) I I appreciate it. Hopefully you enjoy some aspect of it, which is why you're here. Don't call our program stupid. It's foolish sometimes. Foolishness. A little little silly. Yeah, silly. Chad said marshmallow is better. Chad, that's an opinion, and I disagree with your opinion. Do you understand what an opinion is? something that everybody has and has the right to exactly chad i will is that die. Well said? i will die for your right to have that <laughs> wrong opinion but i will totally disagree with it tyler said we need to learn our root veggies jamie says emma was there when brutus killed caesar so instead of a2 brute it was a2 emma apparently so i am what i am shirley do you make uh, or do you eat consume sweet potato casserole i do not eat cooked sweet potatoes i only eat them raw Hmm. interesting it's a texture thing fair enough um national day update you want to do that real quick sure sure buy me a soda we said that at the same time today is going to be the day that they're going to throw it back to you it is cramp cramping sh- <laughs> what <laughs> ah my favorite day cramp a snacked crimp a snack cramp a snacked look at this thing wow oh, like Krampus. like krampus krampus crampa snacked that's there's a movie uh, with krampus krampus night that's that's german for krampus night on December 5th, adults celebrating Krampusnacht seek to punish misbehaving children. Yes, it's Krampus. It is known as Krampus Night. Yeah. I can't remember what movie it is, but it's... I, uh, it's called Krampus. Okay, I thought it was Krampus. <laughs> but, like, it is freaky. Krampus yeah, is a freaky dude. I, I want to say it was... It was it originated in Germany, and that's where that... Krampus Night. Krampus knocked right there celebrated it this is the night before the feast of saint nicholas the patron saint of children 
sailors and various groups mark says emma was there when they decided yams and sweet potatoes were different <laughs> uh yes it is a centuries old tradition that was celebrated that is celebrated in germany uh and other areas including austria hungary and the czech republic uh tyler and mike p referring to dwight in the office i guess dressing up as krampus uh it is world soil day we all have soil each year on december 5th wsd highlights the importance of healthy soil it's also a day to advocate for the sustainable management of soil resources okay we will celebrate that today it is national repeal day this looks like chandler at a protest bunch of guys holding we We won't beer (laughs) we won't beer um it commemorates the day prohibition ended in the united states ah yes that would let's celebrate i was gonna say as as much as alcohol is consumed in this country why did why do we not have a national day of celebration for the end of prohibition we do this is the purpose of this segment so today is that day bring awareness to it surely here is i I figured that well i'm just thinking it should be more widespread that's what we're doing we're we're spreading it we're letting people know what day it is today okay it is world trick shot day the world famous harlem globetrotters bring uh this celebration to give enthusiasts the chance to showcase their most impressive shots what is the most impressive shot you've ever shot i don't know i used to love doing the um over the back of the goal and horse pretty decent of those i was gonna say that i've hit a few of those and there's nothing like hitting that shot nothing like it in the world nothing i think the the only and i wouldn't necessarily i guess you could say it's a trick shot but i did a one-handed uh half court shot facing away from the basket so i'm looking at the other basket but i'm over your shoulder yep yep i've done that a couple of times a couple of times yeah when i was in college i was you know you you remember i was the manager for the men's team so i spent a lot of time in the gym shooting basketball chandler's so got the i got good at it that? <laughs> no i look all right i believe you all right saucy just, more look listen <laughs> listen um no I, I i mean i did a lot in college but you also got to remember that college was 25 years ago hey so we all did I, crazy things in college i know so trust i haven't me. shot a basketball in a very long time trust all right i don't know what this I word airball is it more than i do anything else now national satcher torti day tort if you like chocolate or you like cake national soccer torti torte tattoo the layers ingredients uh it is just look it up yeah i can't say those words but happy day man it's a lot of stuff going on today it is international volunteer day for economic and social development it is international ninja day yeah (laughs) what was that and something ninja cry yeah we are all celebrating this later it is national bathtub party day we're all gonna get in a big old tub all of us all of us by myself every last one of us i can't tell you the the last time i had a bath when was the last time you had a bath (laughs) tell me the last time you had a bath can you even tell me no just thinking about it grosses me out (laughs) yeah are you talking to me or are you talking to clip oh okay i'm talking to clip no i I couldn't tell you i mean i mean 
shower as long as I can remember. I actually like. I think a, you should uh, go home tonight and take a bath. I do a pressure wash actually. <laughs> Let, get the pressure washer and just run through it a few times. That'll really clean you up <laughs> in those hard to get places. All right, let's take a break. We'll return. We'll wrap up. Yes, Tyler, chat gang is invited to the bath party. Come on. Everybody's invited. Meet us in bath. Ah. <laughs> hey, BYOB, bring your own bath. <laughs> You're not getting a rim shot. BYOS, bring your own soap. By the way, the uh, inappropriate uh, laugh track on YouTube, very funny. All right. All right. I did watch that during the break. Got a good chuckle. All right, well, uh, Tyler had a bath over the weekend. Okay, that just sounds gross. <laughs> Tyler, what? Yeah, like candles and stuff. I just see Tyler <laughs> in there with just nothing but sun. A soap bomb? <laughs> Is that what they call it? A bomb? Soap he's bomb? like Billy Madison. He's playing with the shampoo and the little toy. When I think of bath, Shirley, I think of uh, the bad kid or the guy in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. And he's got that giant bathtub. Oh, yeah. I remember as a kid, I was really jealous. Because he had, like, giant ships in there and stuff. Uh, We'll take a break. Come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. When you walk through the doors of Villa Verde, you'll experience the sights, sounds, and smells of authentic Dominican flavors. Villa Verde is inviting you to come by and try some of their amazing empanadas famous red snapper grouper bites cuban sandwiches and more relax with a fresh mojito or cold beer while enjoying one of their out of this world desserts like the rum pineapple cake villa verde on 10th street a platform for good and a proud supporter of the pirate nation now let's head back in pr to prl here's clip rock let's take a look at the uh buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by the buck Buck. where uh when they got a bull out there. Oh, they're getting the bull out there this Thursday. What you got, Shirley? Double. Yep. Hold on one second. Let me pull out my sheet. Sheet. This Thursday from 9.30 p.m. until 1.30 a.m. It's a bucking bull night. Uh, they are going to be having uh, first, second, and third place prizes. And they want to know you have what it takes for the longest ride they're going to have a mechanical bull out there. They're inviting everyone to come out and compete or just enjoy a night of fun. Entry is free. The bull rides are free. And they'll be giving away free swag while supplies last. Free, free, free. So even if you don't place first, second, or third, you still can walk away with some free swag yes. at the Buck and Bull Night at the Buck coming up on Thursday, uh, December 7th from 9.30 p.m. until 1.30 a.m. I'll tell you what I'm going to need after that Buck and Bull ride, a nice hot bath. <laughs> And Nothing maybe like some a- ibuprofen. 
nothing like a good old bath after bull riding. Tall feller just walked through the door. Hey, tall feller. A tall drink of water. I wonder how long he would last on a mechanical bull. We'll ask him coming up next hour. All right. Tonight, men's hoops. Good one going on between FAU and Illinois as part of the Jimmy V Classic. That's 630 on ESPN. ESPN. Another good one, George Mason, who waxed East Carolina. Going to see if they can pull the upset over Tennessee tonight. Tennessee, a 15 and a half point favorite. George Mason, seven and one, taking on four and three. Tennessee coming up 6 30 on ESPN. Plus. Providence and Oklahoma will play in the Big East Big 12 battle, seven o'clock on the U. Basketball on Peacock, Wisconsin is at Michigan State in a Big Ten battle. North Carolina and UConn square off on the uh, in the Jimmy V Classic, nine o'clock on ESPN. ESPN. Seton Hall and Baylor will play in the Big East Big 12 battle at 9 o'clock on the Deuce. And uh, San Diego State is a two and a half point favorite at Grand Canyon. Those games get wild in Phoenix, Arizona, all the way to Tacoma, Philadelphia, Atlanta, LA. Those are the basketball matchups on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by the Buck. The Buck. Um, I will say, I don't know if it's just the NBA hype machine, if it's all phony but it does seem like there is interest from fans in the in-season tournament and uh saw some highlights last night i think the pacers beat the celtics and the crowd was going wild on that funky looking court uh so a couple of games tonight and i believe these are part of that in-season knockout yeah quarterfinals knicks bucks and suns lakers tonight yeah hornets are out of that yeah they're out of everything I still don't get the point system and how they keep up with it. <laughs> All right. Go back to your dunce corner. Dude, we figured that out two months ago. And <laughs> You think I learned? What are you talking about, man? Have you ever watched the World Cup? No. No. You're just not. Oh, my gosh. You're not a, what a stupid question. Do I watch the World Cup? You're not a sports guy. Watch your mouth i know i we have to call you one but really you're not you're not well versed because i don't watch the world cup and i don't know what the in-season tournament how kind of you should know how like things work i feel like do you know how a car works (laughs) no i'm not a car guy okay (laughs) you just exactly (laughs) well said if you were do you know how it works oh man all right bryce is here let's take a break when we return treasure chest 40 bowls in 14 days john david baker and more with bryce williams hour three pirate radio live we'll be back with you after these words
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you ready and pre-approved if the home you want to purchase comes for sale today? Integrity Home Mortgage offers a wide variety of programs ranging from conventional government and portfolio loans. The Integrity Home Mortgage team of Talbot Green, Braxton Green, and Joanne Weir offers over 50 years of experience and is committed to providing you with the superior customer service you desire uh, deserve. rather. Call them today at 252-714-2076. Integrity Home Mortgage, Pirates Supporting Pirates. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. All right, hour number three, we got Shirley, we got John, and we will welcome into the show former East Carolina tight end. One, two, Bryce three, four. Williams. I saw the light, I was baptized by the fire in your touch and the flame in your eyes. I'm born to love again, I'm a brand new man. <laughs> Sometimes you got to go acoustic, you know? Mm-hmm good old uh just a guitar and a couple of guys with singing the their hearts out just uh, what's that now i said with the boys acoustic with the boys oh yeah that sounds like a good time to me welcome in bryce thanks for having me how you doing i'm good how are y'all good uh we're doing good we got a new offense coordinator we do do you uh do you have thoughts right now or do you want me to play some cuts and then give your thoughts um i've kind of been i guess you know watching y'all's interviews and i guess somewhat reading some comments is is he bringing an air raid system well well um, we got got a comment about that glad you asked well hello watch out kapow you gonna put (laughs) i got that glasses there chandler's i'd be gone (laughs) you'll shoot your eye out i believe he talks about it cut nine what coaches have been your biggest influence no 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 Let's go with, generally speaking, what will your offense look like here at ECU? Cut three. It's going to be uh, it's going to be one that you feel like is always on the attack. Uh, we're going to be extremely aggressive. Um, we're going to take our shots, um, and we're going to play we're going to play at a, a pretty good tempo. Um, that's something that I, I firmly believe in. Um, obviously, something that we've done the last three years at Ole Miss and, and had a ton of success. Um, it's going to be simple. For our kids, um, they're going to be able to go play. And anytime they step on the grass, step in between the white lines, they're going to know exactly what they're doing. They're going to know how to do it really fast. So, um, in a nutshell, I, I would say that's what it is. Um, it's going to be an aggressive style, one that I think the fans will find find really exciting. All right, and Brian Bailey asked a follow-up to that question. Does the run set up the pass, or will the pass set up the run? Cut four. Yeah, for us, everything everything starts in the run game. Um, I think sometimes, just with my background, um, there's probably a little bit of a misconception of getting tagged as an air raid guy. And, and don't get me wrong, we've got a lot of those principles in what we do. Um, but for me, everything starts in the run game and builds off of that, whether it be RPOs or play action game. Um, everything starts up front. And, and when we get the run game rolling, that's when this thing gets really, really special. See, Bryce, you had a misconception yep. and tried to tag him as an area yep. guy. Yep, tag him. <laughs> uh, so what did you – I think he talks more about styles maybe with the influences, but uh, let's hit that one too real quick. 
um cut nine biggest influences uh from coaches yeah so that's that's kind of where i feel um i've had a unique career path um i i do not take a ton of credit for the things that i know and the offense that i run um mostly because i feel fortunate i'm who i am and where i am today because of the guys i've been around like i've been extremely i'm 33 years old I've worked at four different schools now, and just the guys that I've worked with, starting even all the way back when I played in college. Like my head coach was Chris Thompson, who's the associate head coach at Florida State. Uh, my high school head coach was Sterling Gilbert, who was the offense coordinator at University of Texas a few years ago. Um, and then on to North Texas, working for Seth Luttrell, who obviously in the state of North Carolina did a great job at UNC. Uh, Graham Harrell, Clay Helton, um, Jeff Levy, Lane Kiffin. Those are guys that I've gotten to sit in rooms with for a lot of years and kind of develop what, what it will kind of look like in the fall. So it's, uh, you know, like I said earlier, got to spend a lot of time in the air raid with Graham and Seth. Um, and that's kind of the basis of what we believe on offense as far as just keeping it really simple for those guys and letting them go play fast. And we're just going to out-execute people, and we're going to do it at a high tempo. And then the run game piece, obviously coming from Ole Miss, um, you know, that was always kind of my hope and plan was to be able to kind of blend um, the air raid uh, with the old school Baylor system, kind of the veer and shoot and vertical passing game. And uh, that's kind of what you see at Ole Miss to an extent and, and probably will try and carry on here a little bit. But that's, that's kind of where it derives from. And like I said, I, I've been fortunate because I feel, feel like I've been around, you know, some of the best in the country. All right, Bryce. Uh, so is that an offense you think that you, sounds could, pretty good. you could play in? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, like uh, – you know, the run game can be exciting, obviously, when it's, you know, rolling. Um, but then, obviously, it seems like he likes to favor the pass, which I obviously enjoy that greatly. Um, and, you know, one thing that stepped out, you know, um, stood out to me was, you know, him saying it being simple, um, which is great. So I was kind of going back to, you know, to our offense with Coach Riley. I mean, it was very simple. I mean, hand signals, bam, bam. I mean, like, there was literally, like, rarely any thinking um, which I think, you know, a player definitely plays best when he doesn't have to, you know, think too much. He just goes out and, you know, does or does, does, does. And um, um, so that's great. So I'd be curious to – well, I doubt I'll get any kind of insight on what plays are called or something. But maybe if I'm able to dabble around there, I'll at least be able to hear him call. Just see how it, you know, def- uh, defers from, you know, what I was taught when I was here. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but it sounds definitely exciting, um, and I'm just anxious to see what happens. Jason Nichols is always big on kind of showing something and being able to do multiple things off that look and keeping the defense on their toes. And is that – can you relate to that as far as what you guys did? Because it kind of looks complex when you're four wide out there and, and doing all these things, but it can't be as complex as, say – fixing a microphone or something like that you want to keep it simple out there um so simplicity yet keeping the defense confused that's the Um, key right oh most definitely you know you know we always would do like different motions and you know different um oh what's the word i'm looking for you know offset um alignments like maybe the inside receivers on the line and the outside receivers back or you have your tight end who's just offset a line, or the tight end's in the backfield, or your tight end split out, singled out. And, uh, of course, I'm just referencing everything that Coach Riley did with me. Right. Um, and I think that definitely, you know, to throw your defense off is 
um, definitely a key part in, I would say, success, you know, because you don't want them to kind of understand what you're doing. But, you know, there's several different things. I mean, we would even change, um, you know, weekly, you know, certain things just so, I've, you know, if we're looking film, I mean, you can tell certain, you know, as far as the defense perspective, you know, I would tell, you know, we'd be able to know pretty much what kind of defense or coverage you're going to be running just by the position of these guys on the field. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be three yards off the hash. <clears throat> could be a totally different defense than just being a yard or on the hash so um it's interesting you know what uh football football is uh robert says bryce i guess he must use uh simple verbiage as well like what was uh, a shane carden play call like for or yeah. again you were talking about more about yeah. hands like did shane actually yeah. say plays um honestly no it was like he would say we had a lot of just hand signals here, here, and it was like one, almost like one word, you know, and it just covered everything. Um, I don't know if 618 still mentioned in the, but I guess it doesn't matter, you know, but yeah. it'd be like the inside receiver's doing sticks and the outside receiver's doing maybe a out route Shane if he's listening probably would correct me but um so how many different pretty simple words or numbers were there for you to know there's um there probably I mean easily 20 25 30 so that was years. that was the tough part of Probably. knowing the playbook but once you got you just learn oh, what each yeah, one is you're, you, you're good to go oh my goodness you know the amount of reps you take or on these plays are crazy. I mean, you're running them from spring, how many days a week? Then you do, you know, summer workouts. You know, you're doing them there. Then walkthroughs, then practice and stuff. So I mean, it catches on real quick, and it's fun to learn. You're fun. You're learning football, so it's fun. Chad said, "Did Bryce say five nineteen? No, that was a different play. That was a different <laughs> play he ran. Yeah, later, later at in night. You run it at night. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bryce Williams here joining us. Jamie said, "Omaha." Did y'all have dummy signals uh, and signs and stuff too? Like, I think so. Um, I want to say we would switch it up um, a few times. Like ECU baseball now, like with the uh, they give signs to the hitters and to the pitchers, but they have cards and they like switch up the cards every inning or whatever. Yeah, like there's definitely different uh, signals we would use. I think we went from this one week and then towards the season it was like that. And that meant a play. <laughs> you know, so it was crazy. We would just change things up. All right, Bryce. In your honest opinion and memory, how many plays did you screw up where you ran the wrong route or did the wrong <laughs> thing? Could you count on one hand? or You know, it was never... I really don't think I ever, like ran the wrong route mm. but where you run your route mm. is a totally different thing one thing i kind of <laughs> remember pretty um specifically was actually that carolina um at carolina uh when i caught that deflected pass from ray lance ray right like on the one yard line well technically i ran my slant route too deep and it kind of I guess it didn't really get in Lance. I mean, I was right near Lance, but it wasn't because I didn't make him drop the ball um, or maybe not catch. Didn't even call him out like that, but that's what happened. You know, so uh, I do remember that specifically. Coach K was like, you know, said, well, uh, 
good job catching the ball and kind of being there, but you kind of ran your route too deep. Right. Um, because, you know, if I'm running too deep, well, that's you know, bringing the linebackers back. Yeah. Um, you know, to kind of throw things off for the higher route or deeper route. So I should have had it more flat. So you're in the right route, but maybe not the right depth. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. you'd get called out like in the NFL, like, no, cross his face. Do not go behind him, cross his face. So, which is kind of easier said than done well even the average fan can tell when that happens because anytime there are two receivers running in the same area and the ball and there's three defenders around you know somebody did something wrong yeah. in that situation oh yeah so. and like a, the depth literally changes all you know all sorts of can just literally screw everything up yeah uh eric wants coach Chon gruden to give one of his favorite play calls uh like spider two y banana z dig coach uh, spider two y banana man is a really good play call yeah what were some of your favorite plays that you called during your time i like the direct snap uh i like the counter a good counter man and i also like the play action to the tight end man I, i'm saying that because we have bryce williams here man really good tight end in east carolina did you ever scout bryce during your uh, coaching days uh no but connor stallions did he actually got film off him and, and gave it to me fair enough good stuff coach thank you for joining us check your emails oh emails <laughs> uh we've got a treasure chest opened up we got 40 bowls in 14 days we got a lot of stuff with uh bryce williams matt said excitement time again for this east carolina football team well now we need to get some players in you yeah, have the best quarterback offensive coordinator in the world exactly so i feel like we've had a few i saw something on the vanderbilt thing the vanderbilt guy but like we've made an offer to him mm-hmm. uh wasn't there one more quarterback there was thing? a quarterback at um holy cross sluka matt sluka <laughs> i'm serious <laughs> he's dead serious right now Bryce. yeah i mean Matt Sluka. Do we need to know this guy? Well, I feel like y'all posted some things, or I saw something about a few quarterbacks, right? I mean, I don't... At least one was posted from Vandy. That East Carolina's interested in him? I think I can all... Yeah, going after him. Maybe one more. Was that Chandler? I mean, we're going after a bunch right now. Grayson McCall from Coastal Carolina's in the... I'm not saying he's... You know, on East Carolina radar, which I mean, I, I would hope so. He's a really good quarterback, but he's entered the transfer portal... Robbie Weinstein is reporting that, and he is a Vandy with 24-7 sports with Vandy, I guess. Um, Vanderbilt quarterback transfer Ken Seals will take an official visit to Ohio this weekend. Also uh, offers from Utah, Texas Tech, East Carolina, Sam Houston, and FCS programs. So, there you go. He's busy. I, I got that quarterback will be busy. He is. He's a he's a busy busy man. There was one more something, but yeah. I mean, we're after. Uh, we got to be after a bunch of guys right tied, now. I mean, I wonder how we're looking on tight ends. Well, Check right now we got year, you got right? Calhoun, you've got okay. Riles, you've got Ferg. Uh, they've got the tight end room might be our best room with running backs right now, just as far as returners because okay. have not seen. Uh, I got my portal list here, Bryce, and uh, every position has seeing a transfer other than tight end yeah, to this maybe point. they're happy maybe they you say look this new oc is gonna <clears throat> really utilize the former tight end coach oh okay. he was previously a tight end coach oh well, there we go at Ole miss there we go so uh hopefully he can do his thing here we'll take a break come back when we return uh we'll do a little 40 bowls in 14 days 
and open up the pirate radio treasure chest for the second time today and make you a big winner eric was our winner in hour number one it could be you in hour three more to go pirate radio live back with you after this You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group, offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, I'm back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Uh, Bryce has been singing a song ever since he walked into the building today. <laughs> and we got to give it to him. He wants surely the... 40 bowls in 14 days country version which is my favorite country music song and which i was shocked we were not invited to the cm uh, cmas this year but uh go ahead and hit it and we'll knock out a bowl game with bryce 40 bowls in 14 days 14 days 14 days 40 bowls in i can 14 hear you days. oh my yeah, she knows. goodness she knows the country i know i was planning to play this anyway days. yeah 14 days 14 days, 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days. Oh, surely turn it up. (laughs) Here we go. 40 bowls in 14 days. Golly. 40 bowls in 14 days. Take it home, Chandler. Mama said 40 bowls. What did Daddy say? Papa said 40 days. Mama said 40 bowls. Really? Papa said 40 days. 40 bowls. 40 bowls. 40 bowls. In a 14 days. I said 40 bowls. In a 14 days. Oh, yeah. Sounds like it was a part of the recording. Oh, oh man, man, I love that song. Because, I mean, Mama said 40 bowls. Pardon me? Has it been played? the first time it's been played? Nah, we had to break it out yesterday. The country version? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I, I thought I was special. I couldn't wait for one more day. One more day? That's another John, can you bring me a pen, man? I got major Dude, pen issues. Stuff exploded. I mean, His like pen this? is everywhere. This thing went crazy. Whatever kind of pen you got there. There's a pad. Um, thank you, sir. All right, your game. 
is the Gasparilla Bowl. Mm. This has something to do with pirates. It is played in Tampa Bay, I believe. Yes, because it's also home of the Gasparilla Softball Classic, which I go down in February every year and play. Cool. Neat and that's where? Yeah. Florida? It's in Florida. It's in Tampa. And you know what it used to be called, Bryce? The Beef O'Brady's Bowl. Hey, hey, hey. You got a couple of rings, it's all right? all too familiar. Dose. Dose rings. Dose ring day. When they ask, where's the beef? It's on Bryce's finger. Exactly. He's got the beef. Mm-hmm. What is Gasparilla, Shirley? Do you know? It's got, what is it? It, it is Gasparilla Pirate Fest. What is a Gasparilla? Well, it's one of the oldest pirate festivals, if my memory serves correctly. Oh. Gasparilla Pirate Festival is a large parade and uh, events held in Tampa every year since 1904. Mm. What does yeah. the name Gasparilla mean? A little Gaspar. He is said to have terrorized the Gulf of Mexico. Mm. Uh, rumor has it when he died, he left an untold fortune in a buried treasure along florida's coast should we go find it to this day it has yet to be found Ooh. sounds like we got an adventure modern day goonies all right bryce your game is georgia tech versus ucf in the old gasparillo huh yes sir well i'm gonna go uh georgia tech my grandpa went to georgia tech so you really? know what I'm going George Tech. Is your grandpa Kenny Anderson by chance? No, Big John Daniels. <laughs> oh, BJD? Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> I've heard tales of B, of BJD, Big John yeah. Daniels. Big John. How big of a man? I've heard he was at least 6'10", about uh, 380. And the song? No, no, your, your grandpa. My grandpa, actually, he was... Uh, he was not a tall fella. <laughs> he was a shrimper, though. So tough fella. He was a what? Shrimper. <laughs> okay. Uh, You're not saying his size. You called him a shrimper. He literally was I a shrimper. I thought he shrimper. said he was a stripper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man. No, stripper. Shrimper. Big John. Big John. Big John. Big bad John. Big bad John. <laughs> yep. All right. Georgia Tech is the pick. I like uh, when you got a, you know, a tie. For sure. That's, that's sure. pretty cool. All right. Um, let's neither dilly nor dally. Mm. Let's open it up, Shirley. Oh, boy. people want to win. Oh, boy. Give the people what they want. People want a prize out of the treasure chest. And, Bryce, we have got it stacked and packed and ready to rack attack this year. Rack attack. A lot of prizes to be given out. Eric Mazel and Steve Hill, already big winners. And caller number 12 will be a winner today. Shirley, can we have Bryce pick out the uh, prize and read off the prize? Of course he can. All right, Bryce. uh, No pressure to you. But that's what uh, your future beholds. We've got a lot of prizes to give away, and we're giving away one of them right now. 317-1250. Caller 12 is a winner. We'll talk to our winner when we return after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots, and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medispa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. It is clamp down season. ECU men and women picking up a win yesterday. And how about this? I just saw that graphic, too. My word. East Carolina women's basketball first in the nation. Whoa. And turnovers forced per game. Wow. Chandler, how many turnovers per game are East Carolina women's opponents having this season? Can I ask that right? <laughs> I think. Think of a lot 28? of. Did you cheat? I think you may have cheated because I was yeah, just. Yeah, I cheated. I yeah, you did. <laughs> I, I was getting ready to say because I had pulled I it cheated. up just a second before you started asking him, and I immediately closed it. It's actually funny because I just got on X, and that's when you brought it up. So, how, what did you think of his acting job, Bryce? When he said, "Ah, uh, twenty-eight, did you did you believe him?" Like, nah, he don't get. He ain't that good. Bryce is kind of out on Chandler right now because Chandler because Chandler's out on us. See, that's how reports and rumors start, man. <laughs> hey, I mean, seriously, like he acts no like comment last week. Yeah, I he, thought I did a pretty good acting job. I mean, this is the same guy who doesn't think that I know when to play the forty bowls in fourteen days country version. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. Chandler, you're uh, you're here, but you're not present. You're 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 in Raleigh. <laughs> and if I die in Raleigh, at least I will die free. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's that reference? That is Old Crow Medicine Show. Or no, the Darius Rucker version. Darius Rucker. Wagon Wheel. Well, yeah, well, he took it from Old no. Crow Medicine Show, Wagon Wheel. Wagon you didn't know Wheel. That? Wagon Wheel. You never heard the original this guy, version? This, of that? He's, this guy. He's pulling out the new stuff. That was surely that hey, corrected you. I've been your age. No, you been I mine. did not correct him. I I'm said. I'm an old head. <laughs> <laughs> you an OG. I didn't correct him. I just said, or it could be the Darius Rucker version. Was that right. a rough line? Yes, both no. of those. <laughs> both of those? I've been your age. You ain't been mine. I'm an old head. <laughs> he would always talk like the junior, seniors, old heads and stuff. At what age are you going to shoot rough a text or say, hey, rough, guess what? I'm an old head now. I'm an old head. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even have his number. Oh, man. I don't think I ever had it. Yeah. No. So, you know. When's... uh? Tell Riley you're an old head. See what he says. Um, <laughs> we have a winner on the line. Yes, yes we, we do. do. Whoa! Sorry. Who is that winner? Sorry for delaying. Who do we got, Shirley? Dicky Steffens. Dicky Steffens. Hello, Dicky. Hey, how's it going, guys? Great. Congratulations, man. I, I won last year. I was a Redskins fan, and I, and I got the spa day and couldn't couldn't use it. Ah. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, the the one that originated this very sound effect. What? Was because that? because he was from out of state, remember? Oh, right. Ah, 
That's great. That's Wait, so are you going to be able to pick up your prize this year? Oh, we have some we could mail, though. Yeah. It depends on what you win. What you win. Right, right. If it's the recliner, shipping's going to be pricey. Dickie just wants to be a winner. He doesn't care if he, he is can, a winner. Yeah, he just wants to be Hot caller dog. 12. There is some like form of accomplishment, sense of accomplishment yeah. when you are caller 12. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. All right, Dickie, we'll refresh our memories. Uh, tell us about yourself. What do you do? Uh, I'm a land surveyor in Maryland and mm. pirate, AC pirate graduate and uh, a big a big Commanders fan like you are. Yeah. That's nice. What a <laughs> joke. When is Ron Rivera going to survive the season, or does he uh, get fired before the end of the year? Oh, he'll probably survive the season. No, I went to the game on Sunday. There's more Dolphin fans than Commanders fans for sure. Hey, back to uh, back to usual then. It was nice for a while with fans showing up, but mm. what a terrible, terrible year. All right, um, yeah. let's see. We'll run through the prizes again. Shirley, you want to alternate one more time? Sure, why not? Let's see what we got in here. Uh, let's see. A $200 gift card from Bostic Sug Furniture. A pirate welcome sign and a $50 gift card from UBE. $100 cash from Sparky Snowballs. $100 gift card to Chico's. Bud Light Umbrella, Tailgate Chair, Bud Light Dartboard. Two cases of Bud Light from Carolina Eagle Distributing. $100 gift card from The Holistic Company. A $200 gift card uh, to Shenandoah Graphics and Framing from uh, J.R. Gitz. Budweiser Mirror, Bush Light Neon, and Bojangles Hard Sweet Tea Neon. Two cases of Bud Light from Carolina Eagle Distributing. $100 gift card to Fleet Feet. $100 gift card to Shimmer. $100 gift card to Jersey Max. Four ECU Memphis basketball tickets and a prize package from David Price Construction. Twisted Tea Patio Umbrella Cooler and Prizes. Uh, prize packages from the Boston Beer Company. $50 gift card to Aiden Golf and Country Club and Farm Bureau Golf Swag Package from Brandon Manning. I guess, Dickie, what would be best for you in this scenario would be $100 cash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. Do you ever get here to Greenville? Go to games or anything? I have, I, I have season tickets for football. Gotcha. And usually come down a few times, maybe for a baseball game or two. Do you uh, you listen to us pretty much year-round or just during treasure chest season? No, all year-round. Okay. I like that work. I listen at work. Good. We appreciate you, man. Cool to have uh, out of state. You never know who's tuned in. No, you really don't. You never know. All right, um, Sean, can you grab the envelope and so Shirley can hit the that sound as Bryce pulls out Dickie's mm. prize? I need. A, we don't have a chest anymore. Oh yeah, not a not a day spot. Hmm. Uh, the spot. the spa has been won by Eric Mazel. Now these are folded big. Just make sure you got one. You got one? It's a big one. All right. It looks like one. Bryce. Okay. Oh, you got a paragraph. Tell Dickie what, what he has won. Uh-oh. Oh, no. You ever go to... Well, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, Dickie. Well, you got four ECU versus Memphis on February 29th. Basketball tickets and prize yep. package from David Price Construction. Looks uh-huh. like you're coming to Greenville. Yes, sir. Absolutely, I can do that. You got four, fr- three friends, don't you? Oh yeah, oh absolutely. I can find two or three. Wait, what is the date on that, Bryce? <laughs> February 29th is what it says. Leap year, huh? That's perfect. It's a dang leap year. How about that? You gotta come now, Dicky. Uh, celebrate leap day and a pirate win over Memphis here exactly. at Minchie's Coliseum. Heard that's good luck, that's you know. Nice. All right, Dickie, well, uh, LRB will contact you about redeeming this prize. So congratulations and thanks for tuning in, man. Okay, go Pirates and Commanders. Do you think uh, Sam Howe, is he the quarterback of the future? 
depends on what kind of draft choice they got, how high it is, and if the court is the quarterback, if the coach is offensive uh, minded. Oh, yeah. well, I think it's good, but he did go to Carolina, so I do have a problem with that. That's <laughs> fair enough. All right, Dickie, thanks, man, and uh, go Manders, go Pirates. Thank you, Bryce. Everybody, thank All you, right. sir. I'm good. There he is, uh, Dickie. What was the last name, Shirley? Steffens. Dickie Steffens winning the basketball ticket. Sounded like he's going to uh, come in town and use those and watch East Carolina and Memphis. I was trying to get Bryce <sighs> and. Uh, <sighs> So I think I don't know if that was Dickie last year. I, I don't. The, I don't think so either. The guy was name was Tyler. I believe. Yeah, I believe you're right. Yeah, I believe and that was, was the out of town guy. He's he was somewhere in North Carolina. He just wasn't anywhere near here. Um, Jamie wanted those tickets. Too bad. Steve said, "Give Dickie basketball tickets." We did. Um, I'm trying to get Bryce into Minji's on Saturday, but sounds like he's got other plans. You know, you know, it's up in the air. I mean, I'm not going anywhere. So you don't, I mean, there's no telling what'll uh, happen. <laughs> okay. I mean, you could tell us, though. I don't know if that gave me any well, more hope. <laughs> <laughs> you could say, like, I'm probably not going, or I, I might. I, I mean, it could, there's a possibility. Um, <laughs> you know, it will depend how I big mean, my uh, honeydew list is. Ooh. I'm going to put this on Anna. <laughs> Very nice. I don't show up, it's her fault. There you go. All right. Uh, we'll take a break, come back. We'll go Pirate Radio Outdoors and have more for you on a Tuesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Back after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, the stock market was uh, mixed today. The Dow was down 79 points. It closed at 36,124. The NASDAQ was up 44 at 14,229. Uh, the S&P was down two points at 4,567. That's your Wells Fargo Advisor stock market report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, Sean uh, said we got to bring this up on Pirate Radio Outdoors today with Bryce. Yes, one of uh, Bryce's former teammates got him one. Yes. Who was uh, it, Bryce? CJ. Oh, not this. I was oh, talking about something. Ferb. Other. It was Ferb. Now, who was Ferb for this? Uh, us. Guy, not on you the know, we've gone over this. Me and CJ have a little nicknames. But he, CJ's Ferb. What does he call you? Wait, Finn. Finn. You commented on his. Oh wait, you was commented that a show? on his Instagram today though. It said, "I hear you, Finn," or something. You called him Finn. To call him Finn. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Maybe you need to Uh-oh. figure it out. Darn, yeah, he's fur. Why did I say Finn? I don't know. You said Finn. Are you sure? I said, I said Finn. Tag on. Oh, you did, buddy. Uh-oh. I'm sorry, CJ. You know, I mean, he's Ruin been... your relationship with him. The Dang. question is, have you had any of that success? No. Mm. These deer are a joke here in Greene County. At least my <laughs> section of Greene County. What? I don't know what's going on with them. But on the, on the brighter side... 
I did go fishing Friday and got into the trout pretty good with a buddy. And uh, ended up catching a 23-inch trout and some 20s. And so it was steady. Little afternoon bite. So we had a guy, crap. We had a guy that checks in with us, Bryce, that says he's listening from the deer stand. Oh, really? I'm wondering if he's playing this a little too loud. Not today, oh, but say. like multiple times. What if these deer are hearing this segment? And they're like, man, we got to watch out for this guy. Right. Like they could hear my voice and the energy or something. So do me a favor. If you're in the stand right now, if you're in the woods, if you're around deer, please turn your radios down. Please. Yeah. We can't be giving the team, giving the opponent the game plan. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I can't say, oh, because you know what? Because I do say, yeah, I'll probably go hunt Wednesday. You'll say where? You'll say the day, the time. Daggum. (laughs) We're. We got people in the stands, Dagum. <laughs> we got Connor Stallions out there giving the deer signals. Exactly. Dang. Eric yeah. said, my extended family has gotten two deer here in just the last week. Where is that? Grimesland? Jamie said the deer are outsmarting Bryce's county. They are. It's, it's frustrating. <laughs> hey, I'm going to be positive. I'm going to keep on going. <laughs> Eric said they got him with a 21 Civic and a 17 Chevy. Jeez. Okay. Good one, Eric. That's Because, you know, guess what? We are under a month left to deer season. It's done January 2nd. I feel like this happens all the time. Bryce gets upset, talks about it, and then he gets one. I hope. Gosh, I hope. Because have you ever been skunked for a season? So, I've never, like, never, like, skunked as far as, like, didn't see any deer or anything like last year well towards the end i kind of got my butt whipped by the deer because i kind of held off i didn't shoot anything early season because they kind of showed up at the last light i should have shot this decent seven pointer my bow well then i was like well let me just wait for a shooter buck during the rut this time of year so i passed up on all these does well then my time was like okay i'll shoot a doe they kind of started coming in like right at dark or all this and kind of outsmart me so the end of the season was kind of getting skunky. Um, so far, it's getting a little annoying. Yeah. For sure. Um, I don't know. I'm going to have to venture out some other places or just constantly carry a rifle with me. Hey, uh, Bryce isn't going hunting this week or this weekend. Right. I've got to go to a dinner. He's not going to be there. He's going to basketball. Yeah. And- basketball. <laughs> <laughs> morning warm-ups so if there is a deer out there listening feel free to roam, roam. eat just do whatever just roam around 7 30 in the morning yeah eight knock yourself out all right pirate outdoors any uh fishing any water stories well yeah caught some trout on friday did you mention that yeah Damn. i said on a brighter on the brighter side i was probably reading a comment or not paying attention yeah, yeah. you know what bryce i'm leaving too Chandler and I are leaving together. You are going to Raleigh. Yeah, yeah. son of a gun. Shirley just used the knives. <laughs> Shirley said, I'm not leaving. <laughs> Billy Parker, we were talking about leaving yesterday. Billy Parker uh, texted me and said, Shirley can't leave. She has a pirate radio tattoo. That's true. No one's going to hire her anywhere else. <laughs> She's branded. She's branded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Bryce. Well, uh, enjoy your weekend, bud. I hope y'all do as well. Army, Navy, the only... I guess there'll be some FCS playoffs, but our uh, oh, turning yeah. on the TV and catching a football game on Saturdays are about done. 
Other than bowl season. It's kind of depressing. It's very depressing. And then you got... Well, I mean, you got the NFL. You have the NFL, NFL playoffs cranking up soon. The college ball, you know. Maybe I'll make it... I'll try. Depending on what's going on, pop in the old Minjis. We'll see. But I don't know. I need a... I think I'm Pirate Club. I just need to see how I can slide in with a ticket. Oh, I got that. Oh, you got... Okay. Yeah, I know I'm going to get got, but that I'm going to get got before I get got, though. Okay, 10-4. Got it. Uh, we will talk to you fine people coming up Wednesday, 3 o'clock, all new edition of Pirate Radio Live. Shirley, Chan, enjoyed it as always. Bryce, thank you. Thank you. And Chat Gang, enjoyed it as well. We will talk to you Wednesday, 3 o'clock, all new edition of Pirate Radio Live. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.